Welcome in. Good evening. Welcome into the show. Ah. Welcome. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live. Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast with one of our latest ever starts. As far as the podcast goes, we, we've done we've done YouTube later than this, <laughs> but this may in fact be one of the latest starts we've ever done. Good evening, everybody. Welcome into the show. Let's find out who is here. Who from APAC is here? That's what I want to. We all we never do shows late enough for APAC to be here. Today, APAC, we celebrate you. <laughs> Welcome in, everybody. Let's see who we got hanging out with us. Lord Neelix kicks us off on 15. Thank you. Lady Kess, his beautiful bride, also here on 15. Thank you. Orion Shoreleave on 52. Deuce is wild on server 17. Uh, Chocolate City says the exos don't work. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. But I do have an update for you in case in case you weren't quite sure about them working with your dailies. It's fixed now. It was magically snuck in on you. Uh, hey, what's up, Gallup on 21? Scrappy, server 137. Thank you, Dirty Bird Bill on 15. Steven Zarin, shout out. Meow's on 27. Joker on uh, server 16. Thank you, Bizarre on 15. Counselor Q on 14. Triblets on server 11. Jazz Meister on 167. Thank you, server 129, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. See, I was just looking out for the APAC servers is what I was trying to do. Hey, Jamabi on 195. Thank you. See, that's an APAC server and a new name. Welcome into the show. Jayberg on 32. Commander Taylor on 192. Captain Oblivious, server 30. Thank you. Skilly back from the Outback. What's up? Chanel on 126. Also a new name. See, maybe we should, on occasion, Gregor, we should do these late kind of shows, right? Hey, Poops a lot on 42. Thank you. What's up? Smoke him on 16. D Agent on 14. Captain Nighthawk on 27. Big country. <laughs> hey, uh, what's up, you barbarians? <laughs> that is amazing. Thank you, Big. Thank you for that. Uh, what's up? Arrow is a putz on server 42. These are some great names tonight. I thank you. Star Fury on 41. I read through none of them, Gregor. I had no time to get to all the names because I'm just diddle daddling and doodling and reading some of the funniness in the, in the meme room tonight. I have a feeling this show is about ready to run right off the rails, buddy. Uh, uh, were you doing your Crucible of War grind or something? No. Is that why you were late? No. <laughs> no. I was not grinding Crucible of War. No. So today, uh, normally I'm off on Wednesdays. That's like that's my one day a week that's guaranteed off. All right. You guys know I work mostly like every other Sunday, but Wednesday is my guaranteed day. And uh, this week... <laughs> You, you guys know by now, you know my partner, John Gregor. I talk about John sometimes. Uh, he's, he's the only, like, he's the one other primary finance guy. We've got a couple of others. we got, you know, some secondary finance. we got a couple of others that work in a, in a couple of satellite buildings. But as far as, like, like, our main dealership, all right, there's two of us. It's me and John. We're the dynamic duo. We are the, the dream team. All right. Well, he he takes a lot of vacation, man. <laughs> takes a lot of vacation. So he's on vacation again this week. So I am uh, I am working this last final week of September. I'm working bell to bell every day for 10 days in a row. Bell to bell, morning, morning to night. So I was working until 7 o'clock tonight. And, of course, I had a customer hold me up. It wasn't that bad. It was only about 7.30 when I got out tonight. But then... 
you know, I mean, you guys know I got an hour and 20 minute drive home. Then I get home. I got to help get Oliver into the bed. Got to grab a snack real quick. Grab a drink. Come out here. Write the stupid news. Had to do the stupid news, Gregor. Can't have a show without the stupid news. Did that. Got our commercials. I, actually, in all fairness, I ain't going to lie. I, I took the top 10 headlines and just threw them down. Didn't even listen to the commercials. Hope they're not offensive. <laughs> just just grabbed them and went, buddy. All in the effort to save some time. Um, so anyway, and, and you know what? Even out west, even out west, G, it's, it's later than normal, right? This works for me. It's a good time. Well, you know what? It seems to work for the APACs. We got a lot <laughs> of APAC players in here tonight. Shout out APAC. You know what? Thank you guys all for being here. What, what's up with the APAC servers, huh? Yeah. Welcome into the APAC servers. We, we never do a show that's late enough for them to, to be early in their day. You know, usually when we're going to air, it's like 2 o'clock in the morning for those poor souls. They have to listen on podcasts. I actually got a message earlier, uh, probably about an hour ago, and said, hey, this is great. Like, we can actually listen live during the daytime. This is fantastic. You should do more shows like this. Meanwhile, I'm over here with drool and, like, chugging coffee because I think it's going to be a long night. <laughs> so welcome in, everybody. Uh, thank you guys so very much. Yeah, cold shower would have been really, really nice. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, it, to, be, to be fair, my game is open, Gregor, and I am at this moment just trying to complete my dailies. All right. Uh. <laughs> like I'm, I am at this point just trying to get in enough helps. I actually got everything else done except for my helps. I, I don't have any helps uh, because I haven't been in the game hardly at all today. If I look at my daily right now, hang on, I'm going to tell you. Man, go smash your ships. I am at, yeah. uh, I am at 46 out of 50. Okay. You know, you 46 know the shortcut out of 50. For that, though. What? You know yeah. the shortcut for that? No. Alliance contribution. Contributions count as helps? Yep. How did I not know that? You know, I think I did know yes, that actually. I, do. I think One I did know that. You know what? Per. There we go. We're gonna go we're gonna do it right now, big. Right now. Let's go in. Oh my dear God. Twelve million dilithium per donation. Blech. Well, I didn't say it'd be cheap. <laughs> I did know that, Bull. I, I guess it just kind of slipped my mind. Obviously I knew no, I did know that. I just it it I think it wasn't like at the at the top forefront of my mind. I'm just over here trying to smash the purple button. I'll tell you why I've put it out of my mind. I've put it out of my mind because one help is 12 million dilithium, folks. All right, that's why I've put it out of my head. I can't can't afford that, big. I can't I can't do that. That's lat. too expensive. Lat it's 320 latinum. All you need is like five or six, man. Fifteen hundred latinum, man. You player. know what? I mean, here's the thing: it's only the completionist in me. I've already done my top five chests. I was just trying to get the helps in so I could get my fifteen alliance credits. <laughs> We're, uh, I am not listen. That's not worth. That's I am not, not spending fifteen hundred latinum for fifteen alliance credits, folks. <clears throat> now I'm not doing it. I doing it. Um, no, not for 15 Alliance credits. That's like big, uh, that's like big saying, Hey, I want a 96 hour mining event for 200 Alliance credits, right? Big. 
That's uh, that's the equivalent. Or five epic shards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, evening, 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 everybody. Welcome into the show. We do have some stupid news. Let's get it knocked out of the way. Ladies and gentlemen, checking in from all across the world into the Talking Trek newsroom. It is time for your world news headlines. Stupid news! Time for the news! Let's do it! News! Time for the news. I just I just picked up two more helps, so thank you to my team who are suiciding your shifts. I appreciate it. Two more. If if I but see, here's the next thing. I gotta that means I'm gonna have to pay attention. And if I'm paying attention to the game, I'm not gonna be paying attention to the podcast, and it's gonna get turned bad quickly. It <laughs> could. Alright, ladies and gents, let's see what's going on in the world news headlines. Uh didn't write a whole lot tonight. You know, here's the thing. Uh here in the United States. You know what, Stevens, Aaron? Let me let me ask you because you told me that New Zealand was recently on a uh, on a another lockdown, right? You guys were on like your second or third, uh, yes, COVID lockdown, well, second, uh, second round of lockdown, yeah, your second round of lockdown. Now, are you guys back out of lockdown? Like, are you back to work now? Well, my my part of the country is one one city is still in well, pretty much full lockdown because that's where the main um, cases are happening. So they've got the rest of the country free, but there's one big city that's um they've got they've got uh, police um wow you, know, you have to have a permission to uh, get through. That's crazy. Do you guys <laughs> they've got uh, checkpoints? Has your government has your government followed suit with what the United States is doing? The United States government has issued vaccination mandates for many of its citizens. Has, has New Zealand gotten into that? Uh, or you guys? It's not it's not mandated but they've been doing um age bracket rollouts um so yeah it's it's we, we have been doing a lot of a lot of vaccinations and mm. stuff like that but it's not like a legal mandate yeah in the united states the biden administration is uh is insisting on mandated vaccinations for a lot of industries but not all of them this is what's weird like restaurants in a lot of cities you are required to have what they are referring to as a vaccine passport in order to be able to go and eat in a restaurant. Restaurant owners all around the world, much less here in the United States, are telling customers, listen, don't blame us. Don't take it out on us because some of these restaurants are facing abuse over the fact that they're not allowed to serve people who don't have a vaccination passport. Things are getting really ugly. You know things are getting bad out there when owners just miss the good old days of customers just complaining about crappy service. <laughs> like they wish people would just give them a one-star review because the food tasted rubbery. All right. So listen, if in the United States and some countries abroad, there's certain cities where if you want to go to a restaurant, you need to have a vaccine. But like now, here's here's the weird part about it. If you want to go, man, yeah, to every single house in America to deliver mail, no vaccine necessary because science. <laughs> yes. No reason for them to have a vaccination. Not at all. Postal service is clear. They're safe. Uh, Harvard is in the news, moving its first-year MBA students to online-only classes in an effort to control coronavirus outbreaks on their campus. Terrible news for some of the brightest business minds in the entire world. Uh, and of course, I'm referring to the Cambridge cocaine dealers. <laughs> it's, it's, um, yes. Because, you know, they supply supply demand thing there uh president of south korea is proposing a ban on dog meat bubba 
president of South Korea is saying, listen, no more. We ain't going to be eating no dogs over here in South Korea. Uh, so, uh, of course, a lot of South Koreans are a little bit upset about this. Uh, reportedly upset that they're going to have to stop eating their absolute favorite dish, uh, spicy ramen poodles. <laughs> ha! Get it! Get it, Gregor! It's ramen poodles. It's the dog joke. Yeah, that was racist. That was not, <laughs> that was not racist. It was not racist at all. It was a joke about ramen noodles. I'm 164th Asian. So. Oh, goodness. Mark Hamill. <laughs> That's not racist at all. Mark Hamill is in the news. Uh, recently defending, coming out on record and defending the much maligned Star Wars prequel trilogy, saying that the films actually impressed him, big country. He liked them. He came out and said, listen, I was a big fan of the prequels. Uh, of course, you believe him, I've got a... I have an episode one pod racer I can sell you if you're if you're interested. Uh, Hamill said the movies had their own identity. Hey, you know what? It's, it's, hey, who cares? It's 2021. So at least now the prequel trilogy can identify as a good movie. See? Everybody wins. <laughs> they can identify as a good movie. Uh, okay. Let's see. Uh, what else do we have here? Oh, man. Have you guys heard about this? Chris Pratt has been cast as Mario in a new Super Mario Brothers movie being produced by Nintendo. Have you heard about this, Gregor? I could totally see that. I didn't even think about that till you said it. And in my <laughs> mind, he looks just like Mario now. You know what's actually funny it's not even funny about this you know what you guys are making fun of me a second ago you're calling me a racist um here here's what's happening so around the world nintendo fans and and italians all right they're pissed they're accusing the the production company of having italiophobia because chris pratt is i mean he's about as white boy as they come playing an italian plumber Mario, they're they're actually really really mad about it, saying that it's uh, that it is racist. You all want it racist? That's what that's what people are saying is racist right now because Chris Pratt has been uh, has been cast as Mario. I'm very familiar, by the way, with Italiophobia. I'm sure you guys are too. I get it every single time I'm invited to the Olive Garden. Okay, no doubt. Serious, it's a true story. Uh, Eli Manning <laughs> wrapping up right now. Eli Manning gave a double middle finger on Monday Night Football Big Country. Did you see this? I know you were watching football. You were watching football Monday night. Eli Manning on TV gave a double middle finger on the camera. Uh, it was the biggest FU to football fans in the history of the league outside of pretty much every New York Jets draft pick. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Big, did you see that? Oh, that was disgusting. Ow, that burned. I hope you guys didn't hear that. I hope I can edit that out. Ew, it's disgusting. <sighs> anyway, um, you know, Schmarvin, that's funny. He says, is anybody missing the irony here that it's a Japanese company that is making a movie about an Italian plumber? <laughs> that's actually funny, Schmarvin. Very, that's kind of funny. Uh, anyway, good evening. There we go with all the all the world racism going on, everything uh, everything out there. Hey, did um, you know we're getting a uh, Nintendo Land at Universal Studios? No, I didn't know that. That's cool. They're like building a whole Nintendo 
land. That's kind of awesome. I listen. I I like the whole theme park thing. Like I like Universal Studios. It's been a long time uh, since I've been there, but I I had a great time. As a matter of fact, the last time I went was oh my god, twenty years ago. Is that right? Oh my god, I'm a terrible father. I've never taken my I've never no because my kids are fourteen. I've never taken them to Universal Studios. Last time I went was when I was when I was a young person. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's happening. Super Nintendo World. Yeah, that's kind of exciting. Cool. Thanks for that. Uh, I've got one more stupid news story. I decided not to read it, but maybe I could. You want me to read it? It's really bad. We can skip it. Do it now. Now you got it rebuilt up. Say it. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. This was I, I skipped over because it's controversial. Like I said, I, I very quick preparation tonight. Didn't didn't check anything for PC content. Two co-hosts of ABC's The View say that the COVID tests that forced them to leave the show live on air were actually false positives. So they were on the show. Apparently had to take a test or something like that while they were on the show. Test came back positive. They were escorted off the set live on TV. They announced later, after the uh, after testing negative apparently multiple times over the weekend, uh, they they announced that it was um, a false positive. And they they said that they took over a dozen tests that all turned out negative all throughout the weekend. Specifically, <laughs> testing negative with uh, young adults ages eighteen through forty nine. <laughs> See, that was that was a demographics joke. Uh, there you go. See. <laughs> Thank you. See, Triblets liked it. There you go. It's Gregor's fault. He said to read it. Good evening, everybody. Welcome into the show. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. And you wouldn't be able to tell from the first 15 minutes of the show because we don't, we haven't, have I said the word Star Trek yet? We've actually even, even talked about Star Wars, but not Trek here in the first 15 minutes of this Star Trek podcast. But I would like to welcome you in. Nonetheless, good evening, everybody. Welcome in to the much-anticipated, even waited-for here today uh, show, because normally on a Wednesday, uh, the live audience, you know, really kind of, kind of, one of those scenarios, Gregor, like, you, you, like if, if anybody's ever been to a live taping of, like, a talk show or, or anything like that in, in L.A. or Hollywood or New York, anything like that, sometimes, once in a while, Something happens. A guest shows up late or, or something happens technically, and people end up sitting in the audience for hours. It's happened. I've heard stories about this. Literally today, normally our show usually around 3, 4 o'clock Eastern time. The time right now during taping is 10 p.m., one of the latest starts we've ever had in this podcast uh, because just work and real life and, and garbage, and here we are starting late. So we're going to try to hammer through this uh, here tonight. We've got final grades to issue here uh, for TNG Arc 5, and, and I thought really hard, Bubba, about putting this off, but <clears throat> let me think about how I can safely say this. I thought really hard about putting this off, but I don't have as much time this time, Bubba. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't I have... you going to die? I don't have... That's correct. <laughs> that's correct, Gregor. I bequeath you my show. Snake Eyes is your new boss. Uh, no, I, I, I <laughs> he's, he's done. He's out. So we had to get the grading in, Bubba Joe. We got to get the grading in because Sunday, we actually have a special treat for you guys. I'm not going to tell you anything about it yet, but if you have an opportunity, sadly, 
it will be a late show, uh, 30, 8 o'clock Eastern time Sunday. Uh, but I am, I'm, I'm like a stone's throw away, Bubba Joe, from uh, getting everything that we need for, for something really, really nice uh, Sunday night for our listening audience, something that we have not done Oh gosh, in a very, very long time, and uh, the 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 approval process is moving forward. So, uh, pretty excited about Sunday night if that happens to uh, to be able to go through. Uh, Sunday night, we've got a special treat for you guys, which means that we had to grade the arcs today because I didn't want to wait a whole another week. Last time we graded the arcs, we ended up we did push the show like like almost a whole week, and then you know we got way off topic and we started talking about other things then we started talking about stuff between the arc and if you recall last time between the arc we had that borg thingy and so that monopolized a lot of conversation it was just it was scattered tonight i want to focus in on the grades all right i want to focus in on the grades because as i am preparing this show there are a couple of people that that traditionally you're used to hearing from. You're used to hearing from players like Gregor and Big Country and Bubba Joe. Stevens Aaron is always here. Captain Mark is always on the stage. Uh, Karkin is a new addition to our team. And might I add, causing a ruckus. Right, Captain Mark? <laughs> Karkin, comes, <laughs> Karkin comes in and says, hey, listen, I want to take <clears throat> the entire format for your grading shows and I want to change everything. <laughs> is is kind of what he's done. I want to change everything about it, and and I want to do it a different way. So we we did. We entertained this this week, Bubba. We started talking a little bit about this, and and even as late as this afternoon, you you guys are overwhelming me, overwhelming me. I I I will joke, Captain Mark. You have your graphic. If you've got it, Captain Mark, uh, throw up a screenshot. You don't need to post the actual file. Uh, just post, like, post the, yeah, hold on. I, I think I can get it here. Hang on a second. This is what Karkin wants to do here. Let me see if I, yeah, here it's we go. It's not just me. There's a big group of us. I'm starting a union. <laughs> I can tell you right now, the, the cast of Talking Trek will not be unionized. Y'all be fired. All right. This is, uh, this is what, I'm going to share this with you guys. This is what the Talking Trek team has been working on for the last two, three days. It's right here. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing to you your own downloadable Star Trek Fleet Command Talking Trek report card. Okay, now, let me, <laughs> let me be real clear. This chart right here is, is what we finally settled in on, right, Mark? You and I were talking literally yeah. as recently as 20 minutes ago, and I'm like, clear it all out. Because, Baba, this card, okay, subjects one through eight. Let, you know what? Let's just for funsies. Let's for funsies tell people about some of the categories here. Because be, I, I know I'm teasing so bad. I'm, I think I'm, there should be more. <laughs> like, don't. I, I was going to give him Karkin like more came in with categories, categories subcategories, and like, and like, you know, split up subcategories with like weighted ranks of 10, 20, 40, 60. I mean, well, I was actually figuring each person could do their own subcategories if to break down to get their average. Oh, for the love you know, of God! For that, guy. that was their own. You know, here's the funny <laughs> thing, Gregor. I'm I'm a very analytical guy. I'm mathematical. Even this hurt my brain watching them talk about this today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, I agree. This hurt my brain watching you guys talk about this. Poops a lot. I'm with you. I just throw some theories. I love the. 
I'm with Poopslot. He says, can we not just rate the arcs like we would rate a good fart? I'm with you, man. Listen, that's exactly what I said. Listen, guys, we, we, we're, we're overthinking this. Like, usually, I just like to have a conversation, right, Big? I just like to have a little bit of a conversation. And then, and then at the categories. end... And then at the end, you know, there just... is there is there is an aspect of posterity there though, like to go back and reference old scorecards and see how they're grading, you know, <laughs> overall. Like I get to get the value of that. That's just going to hold me to a different standard now. I can't just be willy nilly with my grades. Now you guys going to thank you, thank you, Gregor. Now you guys are going to like make me go back and be like, oh, well, so you think it's better? I thought than... the greatest aspect of it was the possibility of at the end, and you get a whole average of everybody's choice. Suddenly, you find, oh wow, it was a great arc. <laughs> you know, Karkin, Karkin, actually, you know what? Let's start with you, Karkin. All right, Ops32, who has not been any, uh, has not hidden behind the fact that he's actually really enjoyed this arc. All right, let's talk to Karkin first, okay? And, and we'll start at the top uh, of the of the topic list. And, and here's how we're going to do this, everybody. Here's how we're going to do this. I, uh, just like all shows, I'm... You guys can keep your own scorecard if you want, all right? But I would like to invite the panel to bring up one or two topics that were important to them. We can talk about it for a few minutes, and, and that's how we're going to go through, okay? I'll begin here with Karkin. Karkin, you told me specifically, and I'm going to start here with the officers, all right? So we're going to start with the officers, everybody. The, the officers... one that had no matter to the whole TNG arc was the better one, so that was a little... <laughs> No, see, you said the other day that you loved that. So oh, I loved it. I just the irony of the the best part of like was someone that's not even part of the TNG arc. So I just, but yeah, I I loved you know three of ten, winning three of ten, and subsequently winning events after that because well, of it. There was uh, there were definitely point multipliers for using this officer's captain, which is not a mechanic that we're not used to. Um, in the grand scheme of things, I've had a lot of people reach out to me and say that the uh, that the mining officer is not something, quote-unquote, that they would be interested in because they don't like to mine. See, to me, that kind of it's kind of the opposite. If I don't like to mine, then I would want that officer to make it faster. After all that mining was done and the events were over, because of how, like, how fast and how you know, coordinated all my miners are, I can get everything done in at least a third of the time. <laughs> now that I have the extra protected cargo on someone, you know, the setup's all good. You just separate it over there. Yeah, it's it's great. Uh, thank you, IJ. If it's all right with you, I'm going to screen grab that for posterity and throw that into the graphics room. Thank you. IJ already knows what, what I've got going on here, okay? Uh, because... <laughs> because <laughs> That's great. Really funny. Uh, oh God. Uh, okay. Now maybe you can sign it for me. You can have it as a souvenir. <laughs> I'm gonna turn it into a mug. Uh, it's fantastic. Thank you. Just, just remember what Big Country said. What did Big Country say? I believe he threatened you. If you gave this arc anything higher than a C. He did. <laughs> he did. He threatened to boot me from the Alliance if I gave this arc higher than a C. So, uh, listen, Server 15 uh, might be looking for BSO that I hear they're recruiting. <laughs> uh, no, you know, listen. I, I, I do agree there were a few bad things. Like the event, the mining event could have been shorter. 
couple days shorter for each of them. Maybe mm-hmm. had a third one in between to separate the, you know, little more. Okay. Uh, let, me, let me come back uh, to a couple of members in the audience here, okay? Lord Neelix says it's a great officer if you can get her. I don't disagree. I couldn't. I didn't get her, okay? I, I definitely didn't stand any chance of getting her, uh, which is going to lead to one of big country's points here very shortly, I know. Um, but here's the thing. I, 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 need to, I want to be careful, okay? Because when we're talking about an arc, we're talking about the arc, Okay. And I've been cautious. I've 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 warned our panelists in the past not to not to think about what could be. I've had to have the same warning given to me. For example, with Troy. For example, all right. Let's not think about what could be. Let's talk about what is. All right. But there was a lot of things this arc that were not TNG. I mean, multi-phasic store. That's an A freaking plus plus. All right. That's a part of this arc. That happened this month okay so that weighs in for me bubba joe it has to i can't ignore the good to talk about the bad just because the bad is what is tng related and the good is what's not tng related scopely did xyz during this 20-day period and and i want to talk about all of it multi-phasic store that one for me, you know what, IJ, you got the first line right. Subject one, multi-phasic store, ultimate DJs, A++. But don't forget, DJ, you know, in school, you can get an A on a test and still fail the class. You can. You can. All right, I'm I'm fine with that, but, I, you know, we'll go through it. But I, I don't... F, I don't have a lot of... Course. Man, I don't have... I don't... I, I'm going to tell you, I don't have any Fs. I'm, I'm not handing out any Fs tonight, Bubba Joe. All right, I know, I know you are. You told me that you told me that Tasha Yar gets a ten percent. <laughs> well, ten points. He, he added the percentage in that grouping, but it, it was really just points. Didn't have to be a percentage. Carkin in your points, okay? Uh, you yeah. gotta add, get the average at the end. <laughs> All right, so so far we're seeing the C C minus average on on what we're looking. All right, so so let me do this really quickly. We've talked at great length about the multiphasic store. Does there need to be any additional uh, any, any additional conversation about it? It, it? Bubba, can can anybody give the multiphasic store anything less than an A? Let's just knock it out. Anybody? Uh, I I. I would give it an A minus because the faction credit packs are not the value we expect. But other than that, no, it's it's a it's a gr- fantastic new feature to the game. Decky if says, you decide to change platforms and play or do the whole new thing that they just came out with, so I won't. Yeah. Decky says I would not give it an A. Wardod says I don't have the store. Um, Tabby Moses says not playing PC, so I have to abstain. And, and Tabby Mosey, you don't have to play on PC. That, that's, that is the improvement. So if anything, you know what, Bubba? If I were going to give it a minus, which I'm not, okay? But if I were, it would be because they didn't roll it at the same time. Because I think even though it was only like three or four days, because that's all it was, but, but for three or four days, players felt left out. You know what I'm saying? If there was any failure at all with multiphasics, it's just that, you know, hey, for four days, you let your mobile community kind of feel like they were getting the shaft. Even though you came back and fixed it, 
like it would have been ideal if that could have rolled out together. You know what I'm saying? Uh, because there were some there were some sore sore feelings for a couple of days, but nonetheless, it did get fixed very quickly. And and now, regardless, regardless, okay, uh, anybody, okay, will have an opportunity. Tavi Moza, you so- being a mobile player can still get the value from the multiphasic store. Can I take the opposite position there? Sure. So it turns out that the that the PC client and purchasing things on the PC client didn't have a glitch. But let's just theorize for a second, because this is not super far-fetched with new features that Scopely has rolled out, that there was a problem. And they had rolled it out to everybody, right? They, had, they did the web store and the PC at the same time, and there was something wrong with Exola, or there was something wrong with the way it worked. Players would have been upset. So I think this was the safer way to roll it out. Roll it out to the PC store or the PC client. Let the players start, you know, spending money, exercising that store at a higher rate than they would be able to do. And then, all right, it's working. We have no flaws. Boom. We're going to roll out the web store. Okay. And, and you know what? That's probably – maybe that's exactly what they were thinking. I, I just wish that maybe they would have said – Hey, you know, here's phase one. Don't maybe I don't know. They, I mean, if this was their plan, they were clearly going to do it. You know, and, and it wasn't it wasn't like they were going to scrap it. You know what I'm saying? So they could have come right. out and said, "Hey, listen, we are going to beta test this store exclusively on PC for a minute. We're not going to launch it on the web version. But hey, just in case you're a, a player." who plays, you know, who doesn't have a PC, who doesn't have a Windows device. Scalyback, you have been, you've been made YouTube famous. You realize your name has been mentioned in the YouTube comments of, the, of that Family Dollar video like 30 times, <laughs> you know, you, because everyone knew that you were really upset. You were really upset. You were like, how is that fair? And you weren't alone. Dozens of players, dozens of players talked to me about, why can't I get that value? You had the same conversation dozens of times, Bubba. Big country, I saw the same question in our alliance chat. In our alliance, why, why can't I get that? You know, so it would have probably, you know what, Jay Berg, you're right. It would have been totally cool if, if somebody, you know, at Scopely would have come out and said, hey, <laughs> hey, just FYI, we are going to test this, but give us about a week or so and everybody's going to have it. You know, everybody will, will be able to get it. That would have saved some hurt feelings at, at, the, at the very least. But nonetheless, the fact that they beta tested it, the fact that they rolled it out, the fact that they wanted to make sure it was going to work, and the fact that it did, golly, the fact that the website is working as smooth as it is is shocking to me, to be blunt. All right? I, I, it's perfect. I haven't had a glitch. I haven't even heard of a glitch, Bubba. Have you? I have heard no. of no glitches at all. So correct. It, and, it's it's and, been shocking. And spending spending between the PC and going directly to the web store, I haven't heard of anyone uh, having any sorts of issues whatsoever. I mean, there. Well, so I'll take that back. There have been some glitches associated with something like trying to select the station pack and it going, you can't buy any of these, and going, wait a second, it's unlimited. Why can't I? But it, it usually gets resolved within minutes. Like it's just a glitch in the system that you're going to have with any system. But it's it's been basically flawless. It's been a fantastic rollout. Now, um, I want to go ahead, Gregor. Actually, I see your comment in chat. Go ahead and bring it up. It's 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 a valid point. Let's talk about it. 
Yeah, so I mean, uh, they they could have just brought the price down of the packs. Instead, they gave us a store to continue to keep pack, pack prices high. So, I don't know how much of this. You know what? Let me let me rephrase. During the preparation phase for all this, there is one thing that comes to our mind. Let, let's just let's address the elephant in the room. Epic Games is the elephant in the room. Bubba Joe, any disagreement? Okay. That's what everybody is talking about. Everybody is talking about, oh, well, Scopely's going to get sued, just like Epic Games did. Actually, Scopely watched Epic Games very closely. I think the whole world did. The the whole industry has been watching Epic Games. Okay? Now, here's what I've been told from Scopely. We have a magnificent legal team who has examined this from top to bottom and we feel confident in the actions that we're taking being compliant with the precedents set in in the Epic Games decision. Now, in my reading, in my research, because obviously I I came with you guys. I've never been a gamer, but I've been sucked into this world. I've been interested in it. Here's here's one line, one, one comment from the decision that was made and, and it makes a ton of sense, Bubba. And Gregor, I think it addresses your point directly. At no time can the video game company or the, the subject differentiate or... Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of the, the word that they used because I'm doing this from my memory it, because it stuck out at me. Uh, discriminate. Can they not differentiate or discriminate against a player based on financial dollar amount okay so what epic games got into trouble with in the beginning epic games got into trouble in the very beginning because they were using their in-game client to link out to link out of the apple or the google client to their own store and apple sued them for it okay kicked them off the platform and then there was all these suits countersuits and this and that okay what ultimately came out of that was that the video game company has every right to to sell their product however they see fit, but they cannot uh, offer a financial discount, Gregor. So to, to your point directly, I think this was the big takeaway and why they can't offer a cheaper price, but they can offer different goods within the pack. They... That, I think, is is the point. That's the key line here. They can't charge $80 because then that's discrimination against the Apple Store. If everything is $100, then my understanding is the pack contents don't matter. You, you could literally, if you wanted to, make the only pack available in the Apple Store the Vault of Latinum pack. But it has to stay the same price as everything else. All right. So that I think is is why we're looking at an added value store, why we're looking at a, at an added value program, okay? Now, Patron St. Nick uh, says ask how Epic Games is doing on iTunes. They're not there. Fine. Is that our problem? Well, let's be serious. Is that our problem? Scopely knows what's going on. The, and again, I it it does it, I've said this time and time again, Bubba. We do talk about poor decision-making. 
We talk about poor implementation. We talk about events that don't work. We talk about this or that or decisions that are made and we don't understand them. But at the end of the day, and I've said this a gazillion times, they are a multi-hundred million dollar company. $5 says they got a pretty daggone good legal team over there. They didn't walk into this blindly. They haven't been working on this blindly. Guaranteed, folks, that they have consulted counsel. Okay? They're not doing this if, if they wouldn't be doing this if it is illegal. Or if it, if it was going to risk their, because they're still a mobile game. All right? So they are not doing something that's going to get them booted off of Apple. I'm here to tell you. They're not dumb. I, I, I keep saying this. They are not stupid. They probably have enough lawyers on salary. Like the, the salary, the, the retainer that they pay for lawyers is more than anybody has spent in this game times 10. They take the number one spender in this game, times it by 10, and it might, might scratch what I bet these people are paying in legal counsel. Okay, I don't, I ain't worried about it. I ain't worried about it. <laughs> and 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 for the Lacrosse record, makes a good point. I think I think Apple has a good legal team too. Well, didn't help them against Epic, did it? Yeah. Here, the bottom line is, it's not our business. Okay. We. I, why does anybody care? They gave you more stuff. Who cares? Who gives a crap? Why they did it, or if they're going to get in trouble? That that. I mean, who cares? You're being. I really the, don't care if they're going to get in trouble. You're being the nosy neighbor, folks. You're, you're peering through your, your window and you're spying on your neighbor and you're, and you're assuming that you know what's going on in the kitchen. Who cares? You know, so who cares? Take the store. You know what? If they do get booted off of Apple, they're either going to fix it or they're going to make their future in PC. Who cares? You know what I'm saying? Who cares? All right. So whatever. Relax. You know what would be nice for everybody is if they converted those uh, pack rewards, alliance gifts, into multi-phasic credits or something. You know, so that is that's Caution's comment a minute ago, and I want to come back to oh, Caution. Was it? Ca- well, not not that specific idea, but he did say, "Hey, you want this to be a real big win? Allow players an opportunity to grind it, if even slowly." Now, I I get it that this is a pay feature. Obviously, it's a pay re- reward program, but that's a fantastic idea, Caution. I love that idea, and, and Gregor's on the same page as you. If if now you could earn what 15 multi-phasic credits as an as an alliance gift instead of alliance credits or a five minute speed up or something silly like that you know if you could earn 15 multi-phasic credits i think that would be a phenomenal phenomenal thing or maybe make it 25 you know here's the thing you're making you're making money you can reward the packs you are rewarding the packs but i don't know does anybody out there need Need any more five-minute speed-ups? I mean, obviously, I, I know that they're kind of important, but <laughs> but 15, 15 multi-phasic credits or 25 multi-phasic credits, I think that would be good. I think it would be great. Caution, that's a wonderful idea and an opportunity for Scopely to truly involve the entire community in something amazing. If, if the free-to-play community gets a taste of multi-phasic credits, then you know maybe they're more likely to pick up that $20 pack and get a couple hundred more multi-phasic credits. You know, for a lot of people, Gregor, this could actually be 
a slow but long-term additional sourcing option in addition to like the loyalty chest, in addition to the refinery. Yeah, it's going to be slow, but it can be for all. And Scopely is well on their way. They're well on their way. By, by making the web store available to 100% of players, they're already trying to get everybody involved. Maybe this is on the roadmap. So, yeah, I know I've spent too long on this topic. Multiphasic store is an A++++ for me. There's nothing bad about it. All right? If you're going to spend money, if you are going to buy a pack in this game, there's absolutely no reason that you shouldn't. Use this store and get yourself some added value. Or in the case of nothing better, unless you can get 15% cash back from Google Play, because that apparently is going on and ends in about an hour and a half if anybody wants to do that on Google. <laughs> okay. All right. <clears throat> so there you go. Um, let's come to Gregor. Gregor, you get the next topic. What is number one on your list uh, that you want to, uh, to either bash on or love on? From TNG Archive. Um, I, I guess AT 2.0. Okay, big big piece. The central feature of the arc. All right. Did you love it or did you hate it? I I loved the idea of it and I didn't like the implementation of it. Okay, explain. They at at the current act, uh, rate you accumulate trade XP. It is such a long term improvement to the game. It's the nickels and dimes thing again. So it is a super long-term improvement to the game. It's going to take you a very long time to get to even like, you know, 50% traits, with, unless you're going to buy stuff in the game, mm-hmm. right? But even then, if you buy stuff, if I say, I say, hey, I'm buying $500 for the trade XP and I'm going to get all my Burnham 100 to 100% and then I wait, you know, once a week and get a Burnham event. Let me it's, it's a pretty slow it's a pretty slow roll. May I it. may I counter that? Can I draw a comparison sure. if I may? I want to go back to ATA 1.0. And ATA 1.0 which we for the most part praised uh because it was extra, it was passive. Um Bubba, if I'm not mistaken, even you gave it a pretty favorable grade because it was extra. Your biggest complaint with ATA was you felt that the the percentage chances were off. You you had really bad luck in the first month. Wouldn't it be nice to have a report card to look back on? Stop yeah, it, Karkin. Stop. No, we're not, pl- I, not I, doing that. I, I, I actually gave the first arc a bad grade because of the ATAs. Be- but I did agree that the ATAs looked like they were positive. It had, again, like we've been saying for a while, it had good fundamentals, mm-hmm. but I felt that the implementation was bad even in the first arc. Uh, okay, and, I, and I'll actually agree with that because what we had implementation-wise in the first arc was a severe chokehold on speed-ups. Remember, there was not a daily. Uh, they awarded a few of them in the battle pass, but it was very tight, very much like trade XP. It was extremely tight in the first arc. But what we said is we loved the mechanic. We love the potential long-term sourcing. We love that it was passive. And what I want to point out, even though we did fault it for this, Bubba, we faulted it for the fact that it would take potentially five days to maybe have a 10% chance at one epic shard. And then, of course, in that case, we were talking about data. 
the comparison yep. that I want to draw to this month, Gregor, and why I also, and I know IJ is going to make fun of me, why I also, it won't be an A plus on ATA 2.0 because I do agree with the sourcing of trait XP. However, it's still a very, very strong grade for me. And here's why. Here's what I remembered and why. And you know what, Karkin? You're joking about the report cards, but I remember what I said about it because I meant what I said about it, which was that I loved away team's assignments because it was passive. It took no time, and it was extra. And Well, I think now that this arc's over, we're going to get an influx of trade experience. I think you're I right. Think that's so, so let me be clear. I'm grading not on what things could be, but what okay, they are. I agree. Okay, yep. well, okay. but that's that's exactly... That's exactly the point that I want to make. All throughout Arc 1, how many people earned data shards? How many people earned data shards in Arc 1? I know a couple people did. It's okay. Raise your hand. Blue Mandalorian got one. Oh, I got data. Didn't everyone get one? Uh, okay. Oh, you're talking about uh, away teams. Yeah, I'm talking about away teams. And, and not the gimme assignment, in fairness. Not the gimme assignment. I'm talking about you critted on the five-day assignment that gave you one or two shards. Sorry. Yeah, no, let me be clear. I'm talking about the, the data shards. If you, if you had to guess on your entire server, Bubba Joe, on the entire server, how many data shards came from ATA 1.0 outside of the gimme bonus? I know it's an impossible question to ask, but I would imagine hey, it was very I few. I bet it's less than five. Oh, I would have gone with more than five, but I would have gone with less than 100. I'm talking server-wide. I figure, I figure throughout the entire 30 days, there had to have been a couple well, of people that critted. So, well, so, but compare that to me, who didn't even see it. Okay, good. Good. You, so, I, mean, I mean, not good, but I mean, yeah, in the, compar- in the comparison. <laughs> Thanks, me, DJ. Thanks for well, rumbling in my yeah. <laughs> Me, I didn't either, Bubba. I did not earn a single data shard from ATA 1.0. No, 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 no. no. I didn't even see the assignment is my point. And so there are going to be players like me that didn't even see the assignment. And then there are going to be players that, you know, saw it maybe once or twice and then eventually critted on it. I think that because there's not a guarantee that you even saw the assignment in arc one, I think that, you know, it's probably something that's closer to three to 5%. If that, as opposed to the 10% success rate. Sure. I'm good with that. And, and uh, sitting bull, you're right. And, and let me, I'm sorry, I'm taking too long to get to my point. You say not everybody is 39, so not everybody can get the assignment. I'm not referring to that everyone should be getting data. Here's my comparison, and I'm sorry I'm taking too long to get to it, okay? Gregor says that he does not like the acquisition of Trade XP this month. I'm not saying that it's perfect, okay? But I did earn enough Trade XP to unlock <clears throat> level 2 of a Tier 2 trait on mud one actually i take that back i took him to level three i think yesterday um i earned the trade xp through the events and through the dailies and and i know i joked at the beginning part of the month i had really bad luck getting the officer training that did turn around for me in the last 10 days don't know why i even got it twice in one day okay i even got it twice in one day which was crazy uh and and i and i didn't run him at the same time I use speed ups. I use max stats, just like I told you guys to do, uh, and and I was able to pull like all just shy four thousand dollars or four thousand dollars, four thousand trade XP out of the assignment at one time. So one day I actually got like seventy nine hundred trade XP in one day, plus then the daily. 
long story short, Gregor, I ran a data assignment, a new data assignment with a 20% crit chance at 12 data shards, and I hit. All right. Now, I know that that's lucky. Uh, I got the data assignment three times this month. I did not hit on the first two. All right. But I did hit on one. So from my vantage point, and this is why I'm sorry, uh, Sitting Bull, it took me so long to get to this point. To me, uh, my position on this is that it is so far and away better than ATA 1.0, even if it's slower. Because you know what? That data, oper- that data assignment in the first month, Gregor, had a 10% chance at one shard. One. So if you were able to even unlock a Tier 2 trait from, from Mud 1, or Jordy, by the way. Jordy's the other guy. Haven't even started on Jordy, FYI. I, I focused on Mud 1. I wanted to get Level 2 unlocked so I could at least get something going with the crits. I put everything into one officer. And I was able to get a 20% chance at 12 shards, Gregor. That, to me, is fundamentally, at its core, better than what well, it was you got, one. If you got three chances of data in the last month, and you have a 20% crit rate, you can count on about nine months to um, to get 100 shards of them. But nobody has nobody level. yeah, but nobody has zero shards first of all. Okay? Nobody has zero shards. Second of all, uh that 20% is not going to be 20% for nine months. All right? N- next week I'll take it to 25%. The week after that I might get it to 30% and the week after that could be 40%. You see what Whoa. I'm saying? And and I mean You think so? Those are tier. That's going to be tier two or tier three traits to do that. Well, yeah, but let, let's look at the cost chart. They're they're not wildly expensive until you get into the upper levels. And and for the record, I uh, do not plan on taking a tier three trait beyond level four. Here, let me put this. I just pulled this out of the graphics room. I'll pin it back down at the bottom. You guys take a look at the graphics room, okay? I got a Tier 2 trade unlocked. I got it to Level 2. Actually, I said I think I got it to Level 3 like yesterday or today. All right? So that means that I've gotten what? Um, 13, 20. I've got 28,000 trade XP. Gosh, I may even have enough to do it again. I didn't even realize the math on that. See, I I don't – it's not actually in a really obvious place to look at it, Gregor, but – 8,000 trait XP for trait one. I'm at tier three on trait two, which is 14, 20,650. That only costs 28,650. All right. I'm here to tell you right now, 28,650, 28,650. If you were earning 1,150 a day, you would be four days shy of where I am right now if you haven't had any officer training. So, so yeah, level three of a tier two trait is totally free-to-play possible as of today's date, and it will get you a 20% crit chance at 12 shards. Now, yeah, I mean, that's still a four out of five chance you're not going to hit, but if you do, it's 12 shards, Gregor. Not one, 12. You know? To, to me, that is, I mean, that is 12 times better than it was in Arc 1. 
Especially now that I can control my control my crit. Oh, I don't. I'm not saying it's not better, man. I'm just saying like it feels like it's a crawl. It doesn't solve the officer sourcing problem. It does not 100% solve it. I, I agree with that. It can has the potential to, but it's also brand new. But regardless, yeah. regardless, it'll get better. I, yeah, I'm grading. I, you know, regardless, I'm looking at it for what it is here and now. It's a gazillion percent better than what it was. And yeah, I, for trade XP, <clears throat> it won't be perfect for me, but uh, because I, I would like it to be a little bit better. But really, when we look at what we've been able to do inside of 20 days, or well, 24, all right, it's actually not bad. I mean, this is an epic assignment. For some of you, if you guys were looking at uncommons or rare assignments, okay, then you should be having some good paydays. I'll say traits, like there's a guy in my alliance that's just doing the lat ones. That's all he cares about. And he's free to play, and he's, like, super ecstatic because he's got 70,000 latinum or something Thank now. You. I mean, there you, you go. Know, like, it's great for him, right? But and everything I grade on is graded for me because that's the only thing I have to grade against, right? I'm not grading it for the whole galaxy, so. Yeah, and that's, that's, and that's like fair. I mean, experience. that's that's your perspective, yeah. but but we we got to maintain a, a broader perspective. There's definitely some solid benefit, and and I even mentioned this to Bubba on a previous show. It is tough for the level fifties. I get that because you guys want bigger, badder payouts. Big says it all the time. You want bigger, badder payouts. I get it. And this mechanic, as I continue to maintain, and and I've said this and Bubba disagrees with me, but it was not intended for a free-to-play to have, you know, 100% crit chance on an epic assignment in its first month. It just simply wasn't. Uh, well, so you keep saying, you keep implying that I wanted that, and I really didn't. I didn't even want to be able to max one epic officers all the way through their level 10 tier 3 traits what I said from the beginning was somewhere in the order of 100,000 trade XP in the first month. Then you can have the slow burn. Then you can do what you want. And if you can achieve that, if you can do that for the players so that they can play around with it, they're going to be able to see that they can get 4% here or 5% here or 10% here. I didn't want to be able to get to 100%. I mean, I, I did spend money on trade XP so that I could try and achieve that, but at no point did I expect Scopely to give that to us. So let me let me address a few things in, in the chat <laughs> because this is actually hilarious that you guys are, are having this perspective. Um, thank you, Moxavian Post, a critical success on a rare assignment, by the way, of 12 10 of 10 shards. Now, I, I am uh, for sure right now, Gregor. You, you know, it's kind of silly uh, because I, I'm, I am kind of challenging you a little bit. I'm kind of disagreeing with you and Bubba a little bit, but I am the whale whisperer, apparently. Uh, it's not a 39-plus issue. I'm talking about one assignment that I chose and that I knew was going to move slower, okay, that I knew was going to move slower. Uh, and, yes, I, I do see that, DJ, Apparently, somebody does have zero data shards. Dragon Keeper, with all due respect, all due respect, you didn't play in Arc 1 because there were actually a great deal of data shards handed out in SMSs. So I cannot consider your case as a valid example. You did not play, sir. So you don't count. 
unless you joined the game in the last 60 days, in which case you, you can't consider sourcing for an arc that you missed. All right, in all fairness. Um, Scalyback says, this only matters if you're 39 plus. Absolutely wrong. Ransusi, wrong. All right, this is not 39 plus talk. This is the assignment that I am, am having success with, even though it's slow, and, and why I'm happy with it, even though it's slow. But, for example... Isn't it an epic assignment? The data one is, yes. Okay. Did I say something I else? I think that's their point. Is I think that's their point. In order to be able to get the epic assignment, you have to be 39. That, but that's yeah, fine. But those, those, are, those are the biggest. Yeah, those are the biggest, baddest assignments, folks. What you should be looking yeah. about at are the assignments that matter that's for you, you right now. What about the fluffy yeah. assignment? You can still get epic shards, guys. You can still get epic shards. You can do the fluffy assignment. You can get active nanoprobes. Okay. You can do latinum, as as somebody just pointed out. Who was it, Bubba? All right, it's Gregor. Gregor has an alliance member who has earned 70,000 latinum this month. All right. What about uncommon? Yorg says rare assignments are garbage. Uh, no. I mean, some of them are, absolutely. Some of the epics are, are garbage. Let, let, <laughs> let, right. let, me save you a, let me save you a ton of disagreement later. I, I'm rating the arc for me, and I hope Karkin's rating it for his level, and I hope Bubba's rating it for his level. And everybody's rating it for their experience, right? So, like, I'm going to have a different take on it. I figure that's how we got our most round perception on the whole thing. Yeah, that's what I did. Rated it for my particular experience. So, like, you're right. There's guys in my alliance that love ATA with traits. Perfectly agree. It's great for them. Just for me, it wasn't so awesome. But Traits are an A. Yeah. Okay. And Ransusi says, sorry, DJ, those still crit. But... I don't understand. And I wasn't even able to buy any. Like I couldn't, I didn't purchase any traits and I'm still thinking, you know, it's a great thing. Love it. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm really following some of the comments here, but you know, Hey, cool. People didn't like ATA 1.0 and you won't do it. And that's fine. And if you don't want to do ATA 2.0, you are costing yourself. It's the, it's no different than somebody saying, I'm not going to use the multi-phasic store because it's no good. Well, it's 10%. And, and these are opportunities at better, larger assignments, and you've got an opportunity to increase your crit, even as a level 20. Right? I, as, I'm as, like their best customer because I don't like traits, and I still bought all five limit packs. So there you go. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter, right? Like, I'm just going to do it, and even though I think it's dumb, I'm going to do it. So Oh, whatever. my God. Okay, there you go. Andar, you know what? I kind of like your comment. Please don't use it, everybody. So that I can gain on you. I, I, I think you go. Constrictor says ATA 2.0 um, was a, such a big quality of life improvement to me. I, I think some people are, are 100% understanding what the true core mechanic here was. And I think some of you are missing it. Uh, and, and if you're missing it, I encourage you to open your eyes. Listen. If you're not a 39, you're not going to get 12 epic data shards. That's that's one of the largest and most valuable assignments there are, which is why I chose to to focus on it and why it is going to take me a long time to get there. Okay, a long time to get there. But I mean a long time to get to 100%. But I did hit on it 
and so can you. Okay, so can you. Look at IJ, who is, uh, IJ, if I'm not mistaken, aren't you a 50? You're 50 now, right? Here's a level 50, bro. Away missions and traits is an A, almost as good as the Meridian. I see the long-term plan. So so there you go. And Dekix, you are 1,000% right. He says, folks, you do not need 100%. And ironically, he's 100% right. All right, so there is ATA 2.0. Gregor, thank you for your comments there. We're not going to take individual letter grades per feature. I just wanted to bring up topics. Uh, but thank you for that. So uh, we will discuss that. What you're actually going to grade it uh, coming up here in just a little bit. Big Country, I'm going to give you the stage next. Your topic. You either want to love on it or you want to hate on it. I have a feeling I know where you're going. Big Country, you got the floor. What's next? Uh-oh. Big Country turned his, turned his computer monitor on its side. <laughs> Big Country, I got no audio from you, pal. You might have to hop out and hop back in. Um, I tell you what, though, before... He comes back because I do want to get to uh, Big Country next. And, and you guys know, look, Andar says it. Divine says it. Prio says it. Big Country is coming in to talk about brackets. Um, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to talk about brackets. I suspect that he will. I suspect that he will, but he, he, did, al- pretty thoroughly. he did also tell yeah. me that he felt like he sufficiently beat that horse last week. So while it absolutely may be a feature, uh, may be a part of his grade, and I have no doubt that it will, uh, it may not be what he wants to talk about today. Big country, uh, what is your topic of choice this evening? So what, so you hear me now? We're good? Yes, yes, I've got you. Good. So, um, you know, when I look at the arc, I try to look at it from being an admiral, and I talk to a variety of levels. So I don't... Just go by my experience. I do try to look at the bigger picture because I I want I feel like you know sometimes I just want to re- you know try to represent other people besides just myself who may not you know have a voice. So I feel like I'm have a voice. A voice here, so I I do try to get you know opinions. And Bubba will tell you like even before Bubba got on the stage with us on a regular basis, like I would email him. And we would do the grades and take what he said and incorporate it um, into what I said, you know, before. So I do try to look at, at everybody. So, um, yeah, I, I don't want to talk about the bracketing because I think we did beat that pretty, pretty bad, you know, on Sunday. And I think that I think a lot of people are going to say that bracketing was not good. And it wasn't, you know, because it was not fair. Absolutely. That, that's not. Yep. So. You know what I'm talking about? I, I, and this is what just what Gregor said uh, when you asked him about the way, and you said it, and Garkin said it, and Bubba said it, and I feel like we say this all the time, and it's going to be the same thing. Man, I love the concept. I don't like the way it was implemented. Mm-hmm. And we say this month in and month out for like the last several arcs. And to me, like that kind of plays a role, like you said. You know, you look at the the store and include that in the in in the grade as well as you should because it happened this arc. You know, this mm-hmm. arc you're still experiencing the same problems that we've been talking about for months. You know, where the payouts are not 
where they should be, you know, where the where the community feels that they should be. Uh, the game is still glitchy, kicked out of systems, you know, stuff like that. That's still part of my gameplay. And when I talk to other people, they say the same thing, the glitchiness of the game. So while it's great that we're, you know, these, these new things that are coming, but even when they're implemented, like people are disappointed in the way that they are implemented. The same thing that we've been talking about for months. So that, to me, is kind of disappointing that we keep harping on the same thing. And, you know, mm-hmm. but real quick, before I turn it back over to you, you know, I do think that, you know, the, the traits is great. I, I do. I love the concept. I think that that's, that's a win, you know. But you go an entire month of collecting your dailies, and all you're going to collect is 34500 And that gets you enough to get well, to do. Hang on. Well, it, it's, it's not just your daily. It's not just your daily. Your, your daily is guaranteed. All right. And, mm-hmm. and, and there is an RNG flavor to officer training. All right. But even the folks who said that they were not getting it early. And I didn't get it for, what was it, Bubba Joe? I sent you a screenshot when I finally got it. What was it, day 10 or day 11? Yeah. And, and even throughout the entire 20 days, I think I only got it maybe maybe three or four times. It definitely warmed up to me towards the, the second half of the arc, but it's still only like three or four times, okay? It, but those three or four times was good for another 15,000, all right? So you got to be, you're right. The daily is the guaranteed minimum, okay, so minimum. But you, you your, could earn a few more. You could earn another. Maybe. Like, I have not seen it like that. I have only seen it once, you know. So Really? You've only seen it once? I've only seen it one time, you know. And, and I think for whatever reason, like, I can't remember. But I think I only got, like, 4,000. Like, I didn't get, like... Six thousand. Yeah, no, or... I didn't either. That's what I said. I was okay. getting, I was getting like, so, I think if I remember right, and I'm using, I, I use the same three officers every time because it just felt like it was right. my max. I got thirty nine hundred and eighty eight. I think is what I got out okay. of it. So yeah, I mean, so, if I did that, if I did that four times, uh, that's that's over fifteen thousand. Well, you said you got it three times. I I think I I think I got it. I think I got it four. It might have been three. I, I don't remember. I didn't track it. Yeah, I, I still haven't seen mine. You have now, not gotten one you yet. Get it wow. three times. If you get it three times, and it's that's 4,000, it's, it's that's 10K. 12. Oh, well, I, not everybody's going to get it that way, though, Big, because, I mean, obviously, you and I, we've got big stats. Not everybody is going to have it that exact same way. I will point out, just real quick, that is an attack assignment, folks. Okay. A looter says I get like two or three tops uh, per run. That's not crazy far off for me. Like I said, I got like 3,900, but, but I've, I've got big, big officers. Also, what I did, also what I did, and, and maybe we haven't talked about this, but guys, keep this in mind. If you do get that assignment, A, there are a number of researches that are contributing to officer stats by now. Looter, I know you know that. But one thing that maybe, maybe, people could be forgetting is that these new exocomps that came out this month do contribute to away team stats. So before I would run officer training, 
I started an attack exocomp, the biggest one that I had. Okay, so <clears throat> it might have been the small common one. It might have been the cheap one. Okay, absolutely. But, but anything that I could do, anything that I could do to get those stats up. And, and my bonus was almost 2, 2.0. It, it was like 1.89 or something like that, folks. All right, so it, it was it, – it, okay, it health. I couldn't remember, Oblivious. Thank you. Health. Wait, is it health? Yeah, 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 because I was running Charbonic. Okay, for some reason I was thinking attack. No, you know what? The data one's attack, isn't it? Yeah, data's attack. So, so yeah. But, guys, yes, the, the new exocomps that came this month, okay, and no, DJ, it's not a ton, all right? But yes, the, the new officer stat exocomps do boost your base stats, and they do work on away team's assignments. So what you won't get on away team's assignments is you're not going to get the research benefit of your bridge officers or your captains, okay? But the exocomp increases officer stats all the way across the board, all, what, 100 or 150 that you got in your carousel, whatever it is, all right, all across the board for however long it is. And, and it doesn't need to be forever long because you just need to start the assignment. That's it, okay? So well, hit the exocomp. I mean, DJ, I'm not trying to be ignorant. I mean, you can, you know, you can do what they always say. You can poo in one hand and wish in the other. The only thing that I know is definite is that I'm getting 1150 every day for my dailies. That's 34500 a month. So, yeah, maybe mm-hmm. you're getting a couple of those. Maybe you're not. Everybody's going to be different. Said, you only just said you did. I, I've gotten it one time. That's what I said. I've gotten it one time. So, um, you know, and listen, it's just bad luck. It's, it's whatever it is. The only thing that I know I'm getting is I'm getting – 1150 per per day and that's 30 like i said 34,500 a month you know you throw that in a couple times maybe you get an extra 10 maybe you get an extra 5 maybe you get an extra 15 you know but then how long does that you know that does what for like one of the officers i i i think it's the common thing where you know the payouts um that there's a disconnect that we talk about like the, the payout is not you know what the community feels is you know adequate enough and i feel like it, the sourcing is too listen slow. I, I i don't know why i'm i'm the effing villain tonight and i'm and i'm really like i'm, I'm close to the edge not not you big okay uh, guys y'all need to chill out a little bit okay nowhere man says you're making a long argument about an assignment that nobody's ever seen well Fake news, all right? And it doesn't count as sourcing. Well, also, fake news, okay? And anybody who wants to say it doesn't count as sourcing, you are wrong because it is available. Now, yes, RNG plays a factor. If Big got it one time, I didn't get it for 11 days, and then I got it four times, obviously I'm freaking lucky. Bubba, you got it, what'd you say, three times? Two? Twice. I got it twice. Twice. Gregor, how many times did you get it? Twice. Where is Dark Lord? You want to be pissed at somebody, be pissed at Dark Lord. He got it over a dozen times. Hey, can I change my answer to I didn't like Worf this arc? <laughs> does that make it easier? That does make but it they easier. They made him taller. Okay, right. I didn't like Worf. All right, and, and even if, even if you only get it one or two times a month, okay, 
it it is still there and it's still two or three or four thousand depending on who you are and what you have the capability of doing it is still extra now again let me come back to the very beginning is it enough no no i have never said it's enough but be objective folks be fair all right literally every single one of you are being unfair you're being factually incorrect all right it is sourcing it is free it is passive it is not grindable you don't have to do anything for it it's there okay now just like ata has always been based on rng which is a fundamental reason why some players like bubba joe do have a fundamentally core problem with it okay because uh, it is rng and the original ATA was RNG, stacked on RNG, stacked on RNG, so people didn't like it, all right? But at the same time, no, Chocolate City, I don't need a beer. I'm very clear, all right? I'm being very objective. The fact is, Trade XP, while agreed it is too slow, it's there. I mean, I, I, it's there, it's there, Okay. Now, I'm not saying it's enough. I agree. I agree that we should get more. I've already turned in. Bubba has seen the proposals that I've turned in. All right? I've shared them with him because a lot of it came from his brain. All right? So I, I love some of the stuff that Bubba pr- provided as, as feedback. As a matter of fact, I regurgitated it back to Scopely. All right? But the fact is, to say that you can't get any is factually incorrect. Because really, truthfully, if you play Away Teams 2.0 like was designed, oh, Eddie, why, why would you say that? Come on, man. You've known me for a real long time. Why would you say something like it's somebody? Hmm. You should be ashamed of yourself, to be frank. Second, <clears throat> the fact is that the, the trade XP is there is it too slow i'm fine with that i'm fine with it saying that it's too slow all right but it is free it is guaranteed it is available and while it may be dependent on rng you cannot say that it's not there and some players are getting it thank you captain hick who has it twice right now and i hope that you are running it the way that that we suggested that you run it because if you listen if you listen instead of just bitching like some people want to do, if you listen and learn, you will be successful, at least as successful as Scopely will let you be for free. And that's the complaint. It may not be enough, but you can still do better than somebody else if you play it smart. Okay? Now, to, uh, to somebody else who asked a question about when officer training becomes available. <clears throat> it is definitely not Ops 30, okay? It is significantly earlier than that. Let me see if I can find that chart. Stevens, Aaron, we did mention this on a show not long ago. Can you recall? It was very early. I'm what? thinking eight. Someone said. Uh, it was very early. I'm going to find it. Um, now, it's certainly, I, I will agree with this, it does not appear to be very uncommon <laughs> as far as how frequently it shows up. 
because I mean, as you you know, even even if I got it four times, Bubba got it twice, Gregor got it twice, Big got it once. Dark Lord somehow has gotten it 14 times. You crazy SOB. All right. But the assignment itself unlocks at Ops 15. Ops 15, Shuttle Bay 11. That's where it opens. So anybody Ops 15 or a, a Shuttle Bay 11, no, Neelix. Boy, everybody's grumpy tonight. Maybe we should just stop now before everybody gets pissed. No, I got your back, DJ. No, it's not for <laughs> upper level players only, and it's not for thirty nine plus only. Goodness gracious! Hey, I'm not pissed, and I spent hundreds of dollars on trade XP. <laughs> so Ooh, goodness, ops fifteen, level eleven of your shuttle bay. All right, <laughs> whale talk for you fifteen pluses out there, DJ. I know. <laughs> Whew. All right. Um, anywho. Yeah, be yeah, I know. Be Blue Mandalorian be says whale problems for those level fives out there. I'm with you, pal. <laughs> I'm with you. Goodness. <laughs> All right. Now, Jaybird, you're right. Uh, uncommon in its nature as far as difficulty and as far as uh, where it unlocks. Uh, I would agree that it is definitely rare or, or potentially even epic in, in how often it shows up. And we're seeing that. Dark Lord being the exception. Let me let me see this real quick in the chat, just so we can we can send this back to to Scopely real quick. Uh, go for twenty seconds. How many times have you seen officer training? Just go real quick. Um, <clears throat> Jayberg says two. Kel says two. Gregor says two. Maztec says eight. Good. And Maztec, weren't you complaining about this feature? Good God. Uh, Tagora says zero. Hal says two, Moxavian three, Nowhere says zero, uh, Gribster three, Tailspin says zero, Captain Oblivious ten to twelve, Gobbles and Caution both at five, Master Granola zero, uh, Zebukin at four, Yaya at zero, Yorg at one, and the list goes on. So, certainly rare. Oh, God, SVS, 15? Gee, many Christmas and Dark Lord at sixteen. You guys got all the luck. Look, Divine I see a plus at the end of that fifteen. Divine has just stopped counting it. <laughs> yeah, stopped counting. I, I didn't even bother to track it anymore. So now, listen. If if you don't mind me asking, if you don't mind me asking, uh, SVS and Dark Lord, you clearly had the blessing of the RNG gods this month. How much trade XP did you accumulate? And by the way, I'm not asking. To make anybody mad, I'm asking to demonstrate the potential big. Now, clearly, super good luck, okay? Obviously. Nobody should expect these types of success levels. Like, isn't that what they put on the diet commercials? Expects uh, uh, results may vary. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> don't, not everybody expects to get this. Average, average people who paid thousands of dollars into our program lost three pounds. But these are the best stories, okay? Uh, so uh, results may vary, but how much trade XP were you able to source? Okay? And, and I'm, I'm going to come and answer that here in just a second. And I want to read this from Decix. You guys just picked up a minute ago. Somebody said the best nugget of the entire show were the exocomps. Guys, that's why they were released was for away teams. Okay? So, yeah, get that in your head. Use the exocomps to boost your bonus multiplier to get more trade XP. And, and just for the record, just like building speed ups or research speed ups, 
when the exocomp expires, the stats don't go away. It, you just have to start the research or start the building or start the assignment. Dekix points out, folks, and, and you know what, Big? We've talked about this in the past. How much, how many assignments should you be doing? And, and I've been all over the board here. Gregor uh, or Big, when you first started, you ran a bunch and and then you told me that you started backing off because you wanted to leave slots open to possibly get a better RNG for the assignments that you wanted, right? Like you had built up enough service awards, so you mm-hmm. were wanting to slow down. You wanted to keep your slots free, right? So you'd have a better right. chance at an assignment showing up, yeah? Yeah. Are you still playing that way? Yeah, so now I only do the ones where I want the rewards and then I let the other ones refresh so that um, I can, you know, get hopefully more of like what I'm looking for. Well, in that instance, you should make sure that you're doing ones that are um, have a shorter time than your next refresh time so that you can refresh once before then. Like if you have eight hours to refresh, do your fours. Anytime I get an eight hour or 12 hour, I automatically do those. Um, and usually, you know, make sure that they get, you know, so it kind of like refreshes twice. So, okay. But, and, and I think that's actually really sound advice. Yeah, with I, the new auto refresh feature. Yeah. That's and, nice. and also now, yeah, exactly. The, the new refresh, when you finish one automatically, it means you're getting, getting more refresh overall anyway. Yeah. If they're finishing in between a refresh. Well, V ready is not here right now. Uh, but but he has been very loudly talking, and you know what? We haven't even really mentioned that, and and of course we're just like we did last month. We're we're taking too long per topic, but uh, and that's my fault. But uh, V Ready was very loud. He told me that the the one thing that he loved about this arc probably more than anything else was for him he was almost doubling his number of refreshes because he used to have to spend a five minute speed up. Right, you guys. If you started an assignment right at refresh, you still had to spend one or two minutes worth of refreshes because the assignment would would be one or two minutes longer than the refresh timer. Now you're essentially not like you're you're not wasting any refreshes. So his argument is, if I'm not using speed ups, I'm literally getting almost double the number of refreshes because it, I'll get the refresh even if it's a minute or two late. Dekix points out, and, and I know I've been all over the map here, and I think it depends on where you are with your away team's research, all right? Because the service awards are very important early on to younger level players and early players in the research tree. Service awards are key. You want to get that research. There's some really good research in there. But once you get to the point where big country is and you've got most of that done uh, for your ops level, then you can start looking specifically at the rewards. And Dekix points out exactly what Big has been doing for the last couple of months. It's worth considering and reminding players that if you keep free slots open, you are going to see it more than those who pretty much run every single slot. Dekix says, I run almost every single slot every single day. Okay, and so he's correct. Mathematically speaking, he has less roles at that assignment because his slots are, are full. There's no, he's not getting as many refreshes. So, guys, do keep that in mind. If, 
if you are at a suitable level of service awards, if you are at a decent level of the research, all right, then it is time for you to be more picky. It's time for you to be more selective with the assignments that you're doing. And, and, and I don't mean just epics. I'm talking service awards. They come from uncommon. They come from commons. All right. So, so you want to, you, you want to definitely try to get the RNG to work in your favor there. Okay. You definitely want to try. Hey, DJ. Yes, sir. A quick question. Absolutely. Um, on, since they changed the refreshes over to the automatic system, mm-hmm. are refresh tokens not a thing anymore? Or they, they, did they stop giving those out? We didn't get any this month. That's correct. Um, I don't know if they're done with them. I hope not because there are still scenarios where I would want to use them. As a matter of fact, I used them this month in the away team's assignments event, and, the, and I used all I had. So... I'm done, <laughs> you know, like from now on, if I want to get a refresh, I better use like a better do like a four star, co- uh, four hour common and, and use speed ups and hope that it spawns an epic. I'm out. I'm done. I'm zero left. So I don't know. That's actually an excellent question. And I, I should put that back up. You know, if we're going to continue to rely on away teams assignments, then we probably still need to try to source those, uh, those refreshes a little bit here and there. Um, <clears throat> Okay. Kale says, is officer training in its own slot? If not, which ones does it share with? No, sadly, it's not in its own slot. Uh, or, well, gosh, I kind of guess maybe I wish it would be. But no, and it's not even in the new rainbow slots, uh, Kel. It's in the old loot table. They put it in the old loot table. So it's actually, that's why people are, are struggling with it showing up. It's with all of the ARC-1 assignments. All right, so every single assignment we got in ARC-1, that's where officer training is stuck. Okay, that's where it is. Uh, DJ, uh, DJ and Fish, <laughs> I like it. He says, I keep seeing ATA. What does it stand for? It stands for Away Teams Assignments. All right, uh, Yaya says 25,000 refresh tokens, full board, rainbows only. No combo thus far has spawned the training ATA. How can you have rainbows only? That's not even possible, is it? No, there's only three slots for rainbow. Yeah, that's not possible. Yeah, that's that's not possible, Yaya. You've only got three slots for rainbow. <clears throat> um, let's see. Uh, SVS says that's a similar strategy I use. I try to run the short ones in conjunction with the auto refresh to get as many bites at the apple as I can get. And and that's that's how that's how you do it. Sanzo, wow. I haven't seen that since arc 1. Uh is that still happening? Can anybody see that graphic? Gregor, can you see that his refresh timer is blank. Yeah, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that since arc 1, man. Like that that hasn't I haven't seen that since arc 1. Connect your phone <laughs> to the internet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, see if you can update your iPhone 5, Sanzo. I'm, I'm teasing. No, I, honestly, that is, that's news to me. I have not seen that. As a matter of fact, uh, not to get off on a tangent, but Big, you said you're still getting kicked out of, out of systems that you have ships in, like in territory, because that hasn't happened to me this month either. They said that they fixed that. I have not seen it happen to me. Are you still seeing that? Yeah, no, so I had that happen today, got kicked out when, um, actually got kicked out of TC. 
Yeah, that's where so it what? was. That's where it was happening was TC, yeah. I think, right? Um, that I, I have not seen that uh, as, as this month. With Actually, this. I saw I saw a crazy one from Irish. I think it was today or yesterday where he was in TC and it would not let him mine. Hmm. Said that his ship was not uh, didn't have the ship range. Oh Wouldn't yeah. Let him mine. Yeah, everybody, uh, almost everybody who's commenting is saying that, yes, still getting kicked, it happens, they didn't fix it, had a couple in the last week. Um, a couple of people are saying it's definitely less yeah, frequent. Look at, look at Irish's. Like, his base is right there, his miner is right there, says can't mine, warp hmm. range. That's weird. <laughs> I'm Crazy enough, I, I have not actually run into that. Although, and I will say, and Big, you know this to be fact, uh, I have been in the game remarkably little this month, so it, it would not surprise me if if that is not something I'm observing. Because I I bet you, big if you if you had to really rate it, I bet you I've been in the game what thirty to forty percent of normal this month. <laughs> it's it's really been low, so I, it's certainly possible that I I am not experiencing that just because I haven't been in the game long enough. Um, you know, at a time, you know, I might be spending fifteen twenty minutes there, so. Uh, okay, so we have pl- we've spent an hour and a half on three topics. Uh, let's do this. Let's take a break. I probably just need to to sit back and and let the panel go through the rest of their list because they've got more. Uh, we we did we settled in on eight, right? So we'll let the panel finish up, uh, and then uh, coming up here probably within the next forty five minutes or so, we will issue our final grades. I do have a hint for you uh, for the upcoming arc, and I will say that it is not, I probably shouldn't say, but but I can say, it is not a TNG arc. This is the final month, TNG arc five. All right, so we have a hint for you coming up about whatever could be next that is not specifically a TNG arc. Uh, we haven't gotten to do this in almost six months, Gregor. I'm a little bit excited about teasing something new. Like something brand new, like something that we don't even think about, something we don't even expect because we have no idea. It's not like we know we're coming into another TNG arc. The next arc is completely unknown. Is it Verger? How do you, mm-hmm. Is there an acronym for Voyager? I don't know, but you and your letters, you got to stop. It. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, it is, yeah, Voy. B. It's yeah. just a B arc. Uh, no, as far as the letter abbreviations, it is VOY. Uh, V-O-Y is, but they don't call it VOY. Stop it with that, people. They don't call it TOSS. They don't call it TANG. And they don't call it VOY. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I think it's going to stick. Was, it's, feature was from the motion picture. Yeah, please. No, don't. Stop it. Stop it, everybody. <laughs> we'll be Three right back. Three syllables. You can say the whole word. No. Voyager. <laughs> no. no, we're not. Uh, Scrappy says, are we getting the D? I don't know. Where is my D? I asked it in the show topic. Where is my D? That is one of the biggest complaints I actually have with this arc. It's not away team's assignments. It's not multi-phasic credits. It's not even the officers. It's where's my D? (laughs) We're going to talk about that coming up after this break. My name is Ultimate DJs here on the final episode, wrapping up TNG Arc 5. Final grades being issued here tonight by our panel of Star Trek Fleet Command experts on the Star Trek Fleet Command official podcast. We are talking Trek. I'm Ultimate DJs. 
You are our loyal and loving listening audience. We'll be back in a second. Hang on. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Welcher's Grape Juice, the fruit juice that doesn't deliver any of the vitamins promised on the label. Starbucks presents the all-new Pumpkin Spice Vaccine, the government-mandated coffee that's giving everyone a shot. I have a venti with a double shot of Moderna. The president wants you to add a booster shot to that. Well, wait, isn't that my choice? No! Cheese. The pumpkin spice vaccine will have you feeling so good. You'll look down on people who don't drink one. The people who are not getting vaccines, it's time to start shaming them. Not sure which pumpkin spice vaccine is right for you? Our baristas can tell if you're a light coffee drinker or a black coffee drinker. You have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump and you ain't black. The Starbucks pumpkin spice vaccine. Inject some fun into your life today. There you go. There's your hint, everybody. 
The USS Van Halen is the next ship in the game, Gregor. <laughs> like it. You like that right there? That's good. Thank you, well, Captain Mark. a minor. <laughs> you know what? So it's a minor. Hold on. So funny. So I just picked this song because I saw it and I'm like, oh, I love this song, right? Like, I love Jump, man. It's got one of the coolest synth background, like like the synth hooks of, of I, just, I just love it. Like, when that song first starts and you hear that, that synthesizer hook, like it's, there's nothing like it, right? Like, I don't know, I don't know about you, Gregor. That is one of my favorite all-time tracks. So I just pick it. I just pick it and I play it. And immediately, immediately the chat is like, oh, it's a disco arc. It's a disco <laughs> arc, everybody. We're jumping. It's a disco arc. Listen, that was straight up coincidental. I am not saying for for true or false. I am not confirming nor denying, but I will swear to you, the musical selection had nothing to do <laughs> with the upcoming arc. Okay, like that is hilarious. By the way, I mean, Gregor, the chat lit up. Fifteen people was like, "It's a disco arc." Did you hear that, honey? It's a disc. It's confirmed. <laughs> DJ said it. It's we're jumping. It's black alert. Lorca's back, baby. <laughs> I can promise you, y'all, y'all got nothing, nothing from that other than I like Eddie Van Halen. Okay, really funny. That was a pure accident. Straight how is that disco. <laughs> Jump. How, how is how Jump. is Van Halen this? Jump. That's not disco. Jump. There's no way that that's disco. <laughs> The <laughs> no way. That's the eighties. Disco was dead by the eighties. Yes, you are. That's right. Mark is right, folks. How could you possibly think that this was disco? Okay. Yes. <laughs> oh my God! Listen, if I had actually come back from break, if I had come back from break with something with something like this. All right, then, then maybe, maybe you could have assumed it was a disco arc, okay? Possibly. All right, no. I can see the goldfish shoes right now. Listen, let me exactly. let me be straight with you guys. I picked a song that I liked. Please do not read into it any more than look, monkey disco confirmed. <laughs> that is so no. funny. No. Don't ever call Van Halen disco. <laughs> It's sacrilegious. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. You're right. Maztec's got it right. It's the Disco A, everybody. Sorry, I could not keep it to myself anymore. There you go, everybody. The Disco A is coming out. There you go. There's your hint. I'm kidding. It's not that either. Okay, stop it. See, what you're doing... <laughs> Dekix says, spoiler. See, what you're doing is you're just getting me... I know what you guys are doing. You're taking advantage. We do this on late shows all the time. They're taking advantage, Gregor. They're having me eliminate things, all right, mm -hmm. by guessing something wild, and then I'm like, oh, guys, stop it. Obviously, it's not that. But I'm actually giving them a hint because then I'm telling them it's something it's not so they can move on to the next thing on their list. I'm on to you guys. All right, I'm on to you. I see what you're doing. Uh, 
Oh, uh, yeah, Louis says it's like bonus hints. I love it. Joker says, and yet it works. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you guys are great. Stevens Aaron, good afternoon. Actually, good evening. Good Lord. It is almost six o'clock. Is that right? Uh, nearly five o'clock. Nearly five o'clock. Almost quitting time over there in New Zealand, everybody. It's yep. quitting time. Nearly beer o'clock. <laughs> there you go. Stevens Aaron, you get the floor next. From an Ops 39 perspective, oh, yes, from an Ops 39 perspective, please tell me something about this arc that you either loved or hated, but not something we have already talked about. Give me something new, please. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't planned. <laughs> um,. Steven Aaron's like, I was going to talk about bracketing, but I'm kind of scared of big country right now. Like, <laughs> I don't know if that's a good idea. Uh, all right. If you if you need to pass, uh, Karkin, do, do you have one? Yeah. I know we, I, you know, we started with three and ten, but I really didn't give you a chance to talk about it. So I, let, let, me, let me give you the floor without choosing your topic. As an Ops 32, what is something that you loved or hated about this arc? Something that we haven't discussed already. That's, yeah, that's the part that's, I got to backtrack and think what's, uh so we did that that uh you look at your sheet of oh, 17 topics i'm sure yeah, you can find so one <laughs> i was a little displeased by the time we got through to the, like they pretty much prioritized a lot of the event rewards to the new trait experience and away team event missions right those solo ones that were like 30,000 each but by like by the time you could get to the second or third one of those events you were empty. Like there was no, there was a small amount of sourcing for speed ups. A little bit more would have been nice to keep the competition valid for those events. Well, uh, you're going to have to be a little specific. I'm not exactly sure what you're talking about. Are you talking? Um, there were events for like away team assignments Did you that have- had a large majority of the, like they were worth 30,000 for first place. Oh, leaderboard. You're talking about a leaderboard. What? But prior, mainly for the points and getting them like, the accessibility and doing the away missions and having the accessibility to more of the speed ups to compete better in those, in the second and third one of those events. And again, more trade experience would have applied for those because those had trade experience point values. Yeah. So I remember what he's talking about. Um, and, and listen, I, I'm not going to go down the road of leaderboards. Okay. Cause leaderboards are leaderboards. You guys know what they are. Uh, they're either grinder or they're spender. And this month they were at least the one you're talking about, Karkin. That was not a grinder's leaderboard. Okay. So, you know, the, the sourcing on the away team speed ups obviously is a lot better than it was in the first arc, but I don't think that they're, I don't think that their intent is ever to give you enough the, the, where you can, you know, you could, you should be able to win first place in a leaderboard. This leaderboard to me uh, you know, which could tie into a topic that, that I know I want to discuss later is monetization. There were a lot of leaderboards this month that, that there, I think there was a good blend. There was definitely some monetization leaderboards, uh, more than I would have cared for. There were a couple of, um, there were a couple of, of grinder leaderboards as well. Okay. Uh, the worms one being, uh, being one, for example, but, uh, yeah, away teams assignments, Karkin, I mean, I, you're, you're, just because they put so much of the value of the rewards into those, like both of the mining events were eighteen thousand for four days, but you have the ATAs with thirty thousand rewards for what they were two day each. 
I'm so trying. They, they I'm were, actually looking right now. I know it was like my, the focus uh, of the arc was the traits and everything, so they really were focusing on that. But just because they had so many of them, it was hard to participate in number two and three. So, okay, away team's boot camp had an SMS. The SMS required, uh, I, and it, by the way, at my level, I, I'm sure, because see, the loot scaled, so I'm sure the points scaled. And at Ops 41, it was only 1,300 points over 48 hours. So that really was not extremely difficult. I'm sure it was lower. Does anybody remember how many points it was you know, when you needed, uh, I mean, <clears throat> anybody remember no, those, those ones I was able to do. I remember being able to do those when I had nothing because, you know, just get a whole yeah, bunch of them. So, done. so that was, was the, that was your SMS. They put so much of the point, the rewards of like 30,000 for first place rather than 18 for like the mining grinding one. Okay. If they had lowered that down or spread it out. Uh, into other than Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm I'm not going to I'm not going to I'm not going to argue with you on that. I obviously I do think that away teams was the feature, so they put a little bit more emphasis on doing that, but I believe in Yeah, that's doing... why I couldn't really argue against too much. It's just it was hard to maintain participation by the end of them. Did you participate in all three leaderboards? Tried to. I got yeah. I got points in most. Uh, I got third in the first one. Like, I think I made top 10 in the second, and then the last one, was there a third, or was that a different type? Uh, no, there were three. There were three. Yeah. There was a away team's boot camp on the 21st, away team's boot camp like, on the 17th, and an away team's boot camp on the 7th. So there were three of them. And yeah, actually, I, an I was going to say, yeah, aside, aside from that, Bubba's right. Aside from the three SLBs, there was actually an ALB that ran independent of the three SLBs, Bubba Joe. So on top of uh, trying to run three SLBs that were all separated, there was also essentially a fourth leaderboard, which was an alliance leaderboard, but it did not coincide with any of the other SMS events. So really, for all intents and purposes, you had four away teams leaderboards this month. Um, and, and then the final of the Parisi Square. And then the final of Parisi Square. <laughs> so, so yeah, there was a lot there. And, and I, I got to be honest with you. If, if you looked at the calendar, you saw this, with the exception of, well, no, even Parisi Square's event three was in the calendar. It yeah. Was only, so, so yeah, you know, the only thing that I would, I would respond with to that, Karkin, is unless you're prepared to spend deep uh, – I don't know that I would have personally tried to compete in all five of those. <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> well, saying? Like I would have probably picked one points, or two. Right? I would I would have I would have picked a couple and and just tried to see where I would be successful. Uh you know, we we've said that um and advised that even in material spend auctions like it's probably not <laughs> suggested that you that you go through every single one. Like you need to, you know, I had to find something we hadn't talked about. So it was a, it was a rough <laughs> There you go. Uh, Divine says into the field event that was a Borg killing solo leaderboard, uh, which didn't have anything to do with the speed ups that Karkin is referring to, but but nonetheless. Um, <clears throat> okay, Arrow from Server Forty Two, welcome to the stage, my friend. Uh, you did not have the good fortune of uh, communicating with uh, with uh, some of the content team earlier today, but you've been on the stage. You got your hand up, Arrow. What is something you would like to comment on? Regarding TNG, the fifth and final. 
arc of Next Generation. What do you got? Um, I was really looking forward to a fifth arc for TNG, but instead we got, you know, mining officers, uh, an officer that was killed <laughs> off in the first season, no Enterprise B. So I'm still looking forward to TNG. Arc five. <laughs> looking for TNG oh, arc five to, to actually come back another time. All right. Fair enough. Yeah, you're right. No D. We didn't get our D. Been dying for the D. Didn't get it. Um, let me, we talked about this on the last show, so I don't want to spend a great deal of time on it, Bubba. Um, but thematically speaking, I know like Arrow just mentioned it. The the best officer of this month was not a TNG officer. You mentioned it early in the uh, early in the episode that the officer to get this month was not a TNG officer, and the TNG officer we got was garbage. Um, Correct. Let me let me ask the community real quick, and because I do think Bubba, and I know I've said this before. I do think that I may be a rare breed when it comes to this. Uh, because I've said before on the show, and, I, and clearly I know Gregor has said it, you've said it, Big has said it. Uh, let me just ask real quick so that I can have some validation that I'm an oddball. Uh, am I in, in the minority if I say I don't care that 3 of 10 was not a TNG officer as long as she's like, really good officer like th- does that does it bother some people that 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 mining officer was you not... guys didn't see her she was the third borg over from on the cutest <laughs> I, was gonna... <laughs> yeah, she, I mean he was up on that cube there she was yeah i, I she think... said we are the borg <laughs> <laughs> thank you karkin remembers her okay uh no, no she was part of her. group she was part of who cues yeah uh you know, so me, uh, and and by the way, I've been asked this uh, actually even by Scopely. Like, like they they've come and said, "Hey, listen, you know, we we've heard some of your contents and uh, or some of your content, and, and and we kind of feel like this is what you're saying." So your your opinion is versus the community, and I and I want to put my thumb on the pulse here real quick. For me, and I know this, that I think this is unpopular. This is why I'm asking. So I'm just going to rip the Band-Aid off. Does anybody else feel like me and that I don't give a damn what the officer's name is as long as it's like a good officer? A- am I alone in that or, or in the minority? Because, uh, you I know. I feel uh, the same way. Because, Bubba, well, and I'm not looking for a right or wrong. I, I, th- I do think that I'm in the minority because a lot of players look for thematic relevance. We've talked about it uh, with Bubba. Bubba's a huge I mean, I, like, he wants everything stitched in. And, and I don't blame him. He wants the story. What movie is DJ Oki from? Well, but, I mean, that's an argument that Bubba has that, that, that's a, that doesn't belong. Right? I mean, Bubba, if DJ you... DJ Oki was a different officer before, before they oh. renamed him. We can have DJ, officers like DJ Oki, and we can have officers like 5 of 10, which was never anything. But 5 of 10 came out during a Borg arc. They can invent Borg and put them in a Borg art. That's fine. They can invent officers or make officers that are not tied to a specific arc and put them in their own self-contained thing. But if they yeah. released DJ Oki during TNG, I would have had the same complaint. Okay. Yeah, is there is there a possibility that it's a licensing issue and they can't release some of the officers? Or well, I guarantee. I I guarantee it is. I, I'm not going to say specifically that that was the case with this officer. It's those poor art guys. They're down there drawing their <laughs> brains out, and you guys just will not give them any thanks whatsoever. <laughs> I will Broken say this. Wrist. 
happen I, every day down in our department, and you guys don't care. I, I will <laughs> say this, okay? Uh, I know... I gotta think about how to carefully say this in case CBS were to don't ever get in listen. trouble, DJ. Uh, no, I, I, I'm not I think you've said trouble. everything. I think you've said everything already. Like CBS, I, I've said this before. CBS has their hands in this game way more than you guys may think. Okay, like we we Scopely is the face. They're the ones who we yell at, and they're directly responsible for implementation. Um, but there, there is so much involvement. Okay. And I'm going to say this as professionally courteous as I can. The amount of involvement of CBS, you guys, you think, you know, you have no clue. All right. I mean, we're, we're talking. Well, it was one month. We only got one officer because the other one was delayed because of licensing. Yeah. And permissions. Yeah, I, I, let, let me let me let me dispel any thought that CBS doesn't care about this game, because I can assure you, uh, I can assure you that that CBS is deeply involved. All right, to the point that it's annoying, possibly at some points. Okay, so uh, yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. I can't specifically speak to three of ten, Bubba Joe. I, I honestly can't. Okay, I do not know the answer to this officer specifically. Um, but to answer Stephen Aaron's question, could it have been licensing? Sure, it could have been. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if this was what? always. The do plan. I sound like Stephen Aaron all of a sudden? Oh, did you say that? Sorry, it is, dude. It's midnight. Okay, I've been up since six thirty. I'm a little bit sleepy. Uh, sorry about that. So, um. You know what? Let me uh <laughs> you guys are actually trying to back me into a corner here. So the uh I think three ten was just a deal sweetener. <laughs> like they you know, knew that the arc was a little little light, needed some fluff, and uh let's give them a really awesome money on you know, I mean, attach some events wh- to it. Why did I ask that question? I asked that question because I thought maybe they actually wanted to release other other officers from TNG but maybe couldn't and so they had a filler officer. I don't know. I would say that your theory is extremely plausible. Billy from accounting made this awesome character, right? They took to Pring and was like, and someone found it. <laughs> and they just like, hey, let's throw it in. It could have happened. It's extremely and, plausible. So, <laughs> so something, something you asked last month, DJ, or last podcast about, uh, you know, I would have excluded the Meridian because it didn't tie into TNG and mm-hmm. people got very upset. Mm-hmm. If they had done the Meridian and rebranded it to something TNG, which there were lots of good suggestions uh, that were thrown out in the chat, yep. Um, and then did this Borg officer again? Borg is loosely associated with TNG, but not directly. And said this Borg officer is going to boost protected cargo, so you want to get it with the Meridian, which is lacking in protected cargo. And he said, "Hey, all right, I get it." If if the Meridian would have tied in with TNG, that would have been a very good TNG arc because people love the Meridian. You were introducing a way to help enhance its protected cargo. Um, I, I think that there's, I, I think you could have organized this arc significantly better to make it feel more TNG and be more successful. Um, just in hindsight, always being 2020, 
Are you it, saying that if three of ten had been introduced during arc three, that you would have been cool with the Meridian? Personally, I'm saying that that the main complaint I had with the Meridian was its protected cargo and the encouraging of people hitting, uh, hitting hitting miners uh, aggressively in territory space, and this would have eliminated some of that because you could have double-loaded a Meridian with both protected officers and gotten to a reasonable rate. Okay. So, yes, I would have had less of an issue, significantly less. Okay. You know what? That's fair. I, and, and kind of crazy enough, I don't know how I kind of didn't. You know what? Somebody said in the chat a little bit ago that they didn't connect the dots between the XOs and the away teams. I honestly didn't connect the dots between 3 of 10 and the Meridian, honestly, until like just now. Like, if they had been released during the same arc, it probably would have been received very differently, to be honest with you. And maybe a different name, too. Possibly a different name for the ship, and then 3 of 10, and actually would have been a, a mining arc. <laughs> you know? But we would have had our own problems with that. So, All right, uh, listen, I want to bring up one other topic uh, from my list, and then we're going to we're gonna breeze through the rest of this very quickly. Um <clears throat> Let's see. What else did I have on my list? Uh, if, oh, Event Store. Event Store was on my list. Okay. Let's talk about the Event Store. Um, okay. Somebody says story. Joker says story. Story was weak. I, I'll, I'll wrap up the summary in 60 seconds. The story was weak. Uh, it certainly was not as good as the last couple of months as, as far as creativity. I thought it was way out in left field. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, we have recorded our video. Uh, that should be out in the next day or two. Snake Eyes is working on it. It is coming out. Uh, so you'll get the, uh, the, the story. If you are Ops 31 and under, you've got the story coming to you, and you will hear my despair. Just tell me if you chose camping or resort. <laughs> I chose resort. <laughs> I, chose re I chose resort. Yeah, me that, too. That was, that was the, the highlight <laughs> decision of this entire story. Did you want to go camping? Or did you want to go to the beach? Okay. That, I mean, when that is like the first five minutes of the missions, I am checked out. Like, that was a horrible start to an otherwise horrible set of story missions. Um, anyway, the video is coming out. If you want to see it, fine. If you don't, I'll understand why it has the least number of views of any video we've ever done. It was a terrible mission line. If I was going to give an F, you know what I said at the beginning? I wasn't going to give an F, Bubba Joe. I actually do give an F to the storyline. It was that bad. And have I ever given an F on anything? Literally, have I ever, ever, ever failed Scopely on any singular mechanic? Now, if that storyline would have come out with so. Meridian, would you have felt better about it? Would you feel better about it? No. Okay. Story was I don't know. I felt a little... <laughs> I kind <laughs> no. of enjoyed the relaxed nature of the, the story. You love to be the voice of opposition, don't you? I actually love that, though. I love that that's, you know what? That's good. You keep me balanced, okay? Karkin loved the story, everybody. Uh, no. Oh, not, didn't love it. I just, I, I respected the tenor of the, right at the end, you know, when he gets back and it's like, yeah, never mind. Yeah. I won't spoil it for anyone. <laughs> How was everything, number one? Oh, cool. Let's move on. I mean, it just, it was it's just a dumb story. Anyway, whatever. Story gets, story gets a fail. I don't know. Um, it, before with Beverage, some of those prime directive things, they made me mad. This this at least story didn't make me super mad. 
No, no one broke the prime directive in, or did they wait hold on. <laughs> herc herc says you're not allowed <laughs> to give f's dj it's in your nda you know <laughs> it's not ironically but i will also say i don't think i've ever actually given anything an f if if this were the first thing that i've ever given an f to then it it deserved it all right it was bad louis says why did we have to buy tokens for the story um the worst part of the story sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you Worst part, you get Tasha rewards, and there's nothing to do with Tasha in the story. You know, okay, I know. I thought maybe I was, I thought maybe that I was, I was missing something, Karkin. So I, I didn't miss something because I even thought about that. Even after I recorded the video, I'm like, wait a second, there was no mention of Tasha anywhere. <laughs> but you're getting rewards for her. like, where, where'd she come from? Like, like in all the other arcs, there was mentions of Worf and Troy and Picard and Wesley and. And Beverly, Maybe if you had gone camping, you would have had an exciting story with the black monster spitting up Tasha or something. In you know, every or- other arc, the officer, either of that arc or the next arc, was mentioned in the story. Tasha was not even written in. It's you know what, Gregor, you're talking about <laughs> licensing. You're talking about licensing. If I am a betting man, okay, it wasn't three of ten that they had trouble with. It was whoever. Three of ten was meant to replace, and they probably had like a blanket approval on Tasha just to throw it in, so at least it had a TNG connection. Because clearly, the monster wouldn't sign the NDA contract. Because clearly, the mission writing team, like the content story team or whomever, okay, they didn't know Tasha was going to be in the game because she did not make a single appearance in the missions, and that's never happened before either. The officers have always been mentioned in the missions. Tasha was not, which leads me to believe, Gregor, that you're exactly right, but it flip-flopped. Tasha was the one that they threw in because nobody cared. Tasha was mentioned more in Lower Decks than this arc. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, I spent way more time on the story than I wanted to. It was bad. Watch the video. If you're listening, Scopely, give us this resin monster. Hook us up. <laughs> would have been a, He's cool. Would have been a better officer than Tasha. A villains group or something. You know, the resin monster, maybe Q, that demon ch- girl who pretended to be the devil thing. You know, the multiple devil forms. Oh, uh, oh yeah, I remember that episode. They they built a temple in the Enterprise or whatever. Uh, so so anyway, the story was bad. Uh, Tasha wasn't in it. And uh, if you're 31 or down, you didn't even get the missions. If you're 32 or up, you were upset because you had to spend tokens on the mission. Which the tokens were inconvenient, by the way. They were inconvenient. Here's why I, I'm, I am ethically okay with it. Okay, this is why I'm okay with it. They gave you plenty of time. The tokens were early. You could obviously grind the tokens for free. But anybody else notice, aside from the story being trash, did anybody else notice that actually the mission payouts and the mission event payouts this month were like, 10 times higher than normal. I mean, I scored over 100 million dilithium from the event. Did anybody else notice that? It was super, super high. So we talk a lot about um, almost everything in this game being some type of currency converter, okay? Uh, I was okay grinding out 600,000 tokens for as much dilithium as I got. It, It was a ton. It was a ton. The... It, it was really, really good. So, yes, I found it slightly annoying because I was held up. I had to go buy a token, and then it was a 24-hour cooldown, and I had to get a token, okay? 
Yeah, but I'm not going to complain about that because clearly. Oh, I almost forgot what you meant. Yeah, no, the, in the outlaw space, those tokens. I yeah. Luckily, I had a few extras. I, I tried to go in all smart with a oh, I'll just bring a a really beefed out survey ship, hoping that whatever I have to fight isn't you know, and I'll just take care and do some extra business while I'm in there. And it didn't work out. I had to send a warship. So Josh says Dilithium is overrated. I don't agree with that. Uh, no. I don't, I don't agree with that. <laughs> DJ27, what's your ops level that you're getting 100 million dill daily? Like, where are you getting 100 million dill daily? Probably from the Swarm Bio Advanced Biotics or something. 100 million dill? Is it from that high? Advanced Biotics, yeah. Is it that high? Uh, if he's like 50, it is. DJ, are you you're 49? Okay, there you go. Okay, well, so uh, then yours probably paid higher. Uh, Bubba, do you remember how much dilithium you got from your mission events? Because I'm sure it's scaled by ops. I'm a level 41, uh, and I got 100 million dill, okay? So I'm sure it was higher for you guys. I honestly didn't even look. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm... It's It's been a long time since mission payouts were relevant. I've stopped looking, it, unfortunately. It, crazy enough, Bubba, it was surprisingly good. Like, stout. And that's why I I chose not to fussed about the tokens because i mean they paid out they, those missions paid out for the first time in a long time they paid out really really well all right event store <clears throat> I'm, I'm 10 minutes behind event store um here's where we'll start with this and then i'll, and I'll come around the panel and I'll, I'll come to chat as well i was i was disappointed in the loot payout okay i was disappointed in the loot payout that was guaranteed <clears throat> I was okay with the amount of loot potential there was, but like I said, I felt like a lot of the leaderboards were a little bit too monetized, so I wasn't really digging that. I would have liked to have seen more loot at, at the end of the day. Obviously, for all intents and purposes, it was a six-month event store. I actually watched one of Rev's videos uh, and really agreed with one of the points he made is that he he suggested kind of a... Oh, he... he he almost kind of went with, like, the same Christmas bonus we went with, Bubba. Like, he wanted a set amount of loot, like, per month. You know, like, however long we have to wait on an ARC, it should be a set amount of loot, um, which is kind of not really at all different than what we said. We were saying, hey, listen, if we're expecting a Christmas bonus, if we're expecting X amount of, of, of reward annually – uh, and you're going to break it up, you know, that's no different than saying we want to set amount per month, we want to set amount per year. It's the same concept. Uh, so it, it's kind of cool to see that he's kind of campaigning for the same thing. That said, I do feel like the loot was too low compared to what I would have wanted to see uh, for a six-month event store. However, I'm, I'm going to counter myself, and then I want to hear what you guys have to say. Because I know what everybody's initial reaction is going to be, not enough loot, okay? Not enough loot. Not enough for a six-month event store. But Bubba, I would encourage, <laughs> for extra metrics, everybody to go back and listen to the last podcast again. I actually listened <clears throat> to the last hour of the last show that we did, which was Sunday. When we went around the horn... And we talked about what people should be buying. Do you remember, Bubba? We went around the entire panel mm -hmm. and we said, what did you do and what do you recommend? 
And I listened back to that, and, and it clicked in my head differently than when we were live. I listened back to that, and I listened to how many players, and I even read out of chat, how many players unlocked multiple epics last month, or, or uh, this month, okay? And that is obviously in combination with the whole season. Uh, but I, I, it made me, it, it provoked a little thought within me, Bubba, because I've said, like, in the Picard arc, and then I said it again in the, in the Riker arc, I said, statistically speaking, and you guys probably remember me saying this. If not, go back and, and listen to the Riker Month episodes. I said, specifically, or, or statistically speaking, Bubba Joe, percentage-wise, more players in the galaxy unlocked Riker and Picard than any other epic officer in their current arc ever of all time. You remember me saying that? Mm-hmm. So, obviously, that, that was what Scopely claimed. I felt like it was probably true. But then we got into Arc 5, and obviously there were a ton of players who didn't yet have that done. I mean, maybe statistically speaking, more players had unlocked than ever before, but it still wasn't everybody, right? But then I got to listening, and, and I was reading through the chat. Like, I, I was listening to myself read through the chat where people got Picard. Or people said, hey, what do I do? Picard or Riker or Geordi? Okay? Or somebody said, hey, I got Data and I got Riker, so should I do Picard or should I take Beverly to Tier 4? That was another one. <clears throat> Here on the stage, Captain Mark said, I used Event Store loot to finish every epic officer of the entire arc. Captain Mark, true or false? You own every epic of this entire arc. Uh, yes, I actually the last one I got was uh, Jordy, and I had to do that at the uh, for the last event. The one was like uh, the the very last one. Now Karkin is a weird special case, but at Ops Thirty Two, he got every officer of this arc. Auctions beforehand, yeah, just well timed upgrades at the right moment, saved up for. Like I said, weird weirdo. I was I'm kidding. And differently, the, 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 this final one wasn't. I said that with love. The the weird <laughs> and, and then and then and then more than that, the decisions that people were making in the chat, Bubba, had to do with whether or not they should max Beverly or maybe take her to tier four, or buy a projectile, or buy yeah. And how often does that happen? Right. So, so I got to thinking about this for a second, and I thought, you know, maybe, and, and this, by the way, is probably going to be the most shilly thing I say all night. So, and, and Texas man, you know exactly what I'm getting ready to say, so please don't accuse me of being shilly. I'm, I'm connecting two dots, and, and I don't know if they deserve to be connected, okay? That's why I want to bring it up, because I was listening, and then I got to thinking, because I'm talking about the loot, and I'm thinking about the loot, and then I'm thinking, well, shit, Bubba. Like, did we, did we need a million loot if everybody got all the freaking epics anyway? Like, and, and so that's, that's why, and, and, and in fairness, Texas Man 77 literally just writes, he says, please do not confuse decent officer sourcing 
with event loot. And and no, I'm not confusing them at all, Texas man. I'm I'm being very very clear about these two distinct issues. But do they actually deserve to be separated? And no, I don't mean everybody got all the epic scripts here. That's not what I'm I'm saying. I'm just saying again, statistically speaking, mathematically, percentage-wise, galaxy population speaking, more players in in these five months gained more epic officers than ever before. So Texas Man is absolutely right that officer sourcing was strong these last several months. And so, see, it's a weird... Hang on, Karkin, hang on. It's a weird correlation to make because officer sourcing obviously is something we've complained about for a very, very long time. Officer sourcing is extremely challenging and, and maybe Scopely got closer to getting it right these five months. And obviously event store loot is its own conversation and we feel like it came short, but it was enough for a lot of people to finish off things. So, Bubba, I ask... Do they deserve to be treated as a symbiote? Do they deserve a, a, a corroborative relationship in that a lot of players walked with epics because the well, event store the allowed them reason. to cap off? Yeah, that's often the main reason why we want uh, why we want the extra loot is so we can get the officer shards. As well as other things in the store as well. Sitting bull. But. Sitting bull, no. I, I, I don't know a number for you. I, I honestly don't, okay? But you can look at this chat right here and now. He says, so we went from 1% of players to 2% of players. No. No. Hey, that's, that was my argument. I was like, well, if, if, they're, if they're saying that it's more than ever before, what does that really mean? I mean, you know, what's, what's the, I, the I mean, look at, look at the I mean, chat. Look at the chat right now. Okay, listen. L- let's do this. Let's do this. How many total epics did we have? I, I don't even honestly know. We had Picard. We had Data. We had Jordy. We had Riker. We had Troy. We had six if you count three of ten. Like, don't count, don't count three of ten. They started adding the solo milestones, which gave the bonuses on the side of auctions. Which one you know, did they maybe, start maybe that's it, Karkin. Maybe that was the difference maker. Because an extra 30 shards went out to every player that was, I mean, 30 shards. Put a small amount of effort in, could get that small, yeah. Um, so so 30. there were five. There were five. Uh, and let's see, Scrunch says garbage officer sourcing. I don't, I, I don't know if I agree with that. You even got four of them, and three of them are paywalled. So how did that work out? <laughs> you got Worf, uh, Beverly, and Wesley. And those Let me ask something. Well. <laughs> in, in previous event stores, wasn't there always usually like an officer, a good officer that you couldn't actually get from the pace from the event store? Actually, it was always the final arc officer. So and that was usually a good officer, though, if I remember right. Uh, like five of ten, I don't think you could get from the event store when that actually when that was out. You could. Someone agreed with you. you? It was like hang, okay, hang you're putting Tash out as your final officer. That's why they threw three of ten there. Well. Yeah, so 5 of 10 was available in her event store. It was 6 of 10 who was not available. Lorca was not available in his event store. 
um, in the TOS event store. Um, who was it? Spock. Was it Spock? No, I think you could get Spock. I think you couldn't get somebody else. Yeah. It was two rare officers. It was like that's uh, right because they didn't do an epic in the last arc. That's right. Correct. That's right because they did Kirk and Spock uh, together. That's exactly so right. Thank, so uh, thank God we got Tasha Yar this last arc. This last season. <laughs> That's right. Tasha was not available in the store. You guys should be glad that you weren't able to spend loot on Tasha. Uh, you know, listen, maybe maybe it's not maybe it's not appropriate for me to to align those two. But if I'm not aligning those two, then it, it's hard for me not to give credit where where credit is due. Uh, it, it, then so I'm gonna I'm gonna look at event yeah. store loot separately. Than officer sourcing, and I'm going to give officer sourcing probably a solid A minus to B plus, okay, and and just the sheer number of epics that went out, and and you know I, I know some people still didn't. Sitting Bull says ah, it's garbage, but look in this chat, okay, look in this chat. Multiple people have multiple epics. No, not everybody has them all, but you're not supposed to have them all unless you spent. Okay, and, I mean, and also you're a lot closer hard. than you normally would be. So at the end of the day, you end up having to spend less event store loot, having to be able to unlock a lot of those offices. That's true because and you, how, you had and how, and how many times have we? Yeah, and how many times have we had to only oh, decide like they might be like five or six offices? That's why my first choice got, got to be the refractive one. You know. Well, We've and, been and, able to spread our loot across three or four different offices. Uh, well, and look at uh, look at like what Captain Mark said. He had actually earned enough shards in each of the arcs to not unlock any of them, but then had yeah. enough loot to cap off all of them. Yeah, right. Yeah, like how like like we talk about uh, some people asking of you know putting event store loot to get Beverly up to tier four. Sanzo. How many times have we been able to put a rare office up to tier four just from after an arc? Well, in all fairness, <laughs> Uhura was definitely possible because of that whole yeah. thing yeah. with March. Yeah, but that's what I mean. It's not very often that we get that many shards or things like that throughout an arc and then the event store on top of that. Well, that's true because that was another observation that I listened as people were debating on whether or not they should max Beverly or just do tier four, you know mm. what I'm saying? Like so, at the at, while but they had Deanna up to rank two, and I never spent any events to loot on her. I got her from the TNG recruit and events. So I, I guess you know when I've stepped back and look, I look at it broadly. I do, and Sanzo, you say that I'm I'm arguing against myself. I do still. I mean, mathematically, I do feel like there was too little loot paid out. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. Mathematically, amount-wise, I told you I would have expected four hundred fifty to five hundred thousand loot. We got three hundred and eighteen thousand, and if you counted ticketed events, then it was four hundred and fourteen thousand. And that's even if you bought into all the ticketed events. And I still don't think that was enough. Okay. On the other hand, the re the the only reason that I'm having this conversation, and the only reason I I could be contradicting myself, Sanzo is because if this was a two-piece mechanic, if the event store came out and gave what it gave, which we didn't feel like it was enough, but if it was enough to allow players to finish off at least a majority of their officers from the players who did give full SMS participation within the arcs, and no, 
in all fairness, Sanzo, I am not referring to leaderboards because, yes, I won Picard. I won him. But I blew everything I had. I didn't win anybody else after that. I did not win Riker. I did not win Troy. I used event store loot to finish it and still got Beverly to Tier 4. Now, I did skip Data. Why did I skip Data? I skipped Data because I'm going to try to do him in away team's assignments. All right, so I didn't bother wasting loot there. I've always said spend loot on something that you cannot grind. Well, Data is kind of technically grindable now, so I didn't spend loot on him. I spent loot on Troy. I spent loot on Riker. And Picard I blew a load for. So I, I couldn't compete after that. So yes, while I, I got Picard, I, I used event store loot to supplement between what I had earned in the battle pass and events. And I had enough to do all that and still take Beverly to tier four. So that's why I was, I, in, again, mathematically, and I'm beating a dead horse. I'm sorry, I'm going to wrap up. Mathematically, I felt like the event store was shy, but was it? Bubba, help me help me make some sense of this. So, if all you want to do with the event store is unlock officers, and you consider that officer sourcing was better this arc than we have ever had in the history of TNG, then you can say, if that's all the event store is good for, is sourcing officers, then I think that's the point you're saying. Hey, you know, maybe the event store loot was enough. Problem is, is that's not all the event store is good for. The event store can be used. I saw someone in the chats earlier say that they use the event store to max out their discovery. Or I saw see a lot of people that said they use their event store loot to get resources and materials to get to that next ops level without having to buy a pack. So the problem is, is that that's not what the event store is only to be used for. And the fact remains is that we had five months this year, six if you count the inner Lugark, that did not really have an event store and we're basically losing out on one event store this year because of that. And we're as players not getting what we would have gotten in the past. Now I'm not going to say we're shorted because this is all just bonus, but in terms of you would normally get four event stores in a year, we're only going to get three and the three and the three that we got were of a lesser loot count. So that's, I, I think that there's a fair argument from the player's perspective to say, that, you know, if all you had to get from the event store, if that's the only thing you got from the event store was officer shards, and that's all you could get, then I'd say, okay, well, then I think there's a case to be made that there's a nice symbiotic balance there. But that's not the case. And because of the overall timeline of arcs, it does feel like we were shorter than event store loot. And I think, I think that is a valid discussion point. Thank you. I needed that. I needed that because I really, like, that's what I felt, Bubba. Honest to God, that's what I felt. That's what I was prepared to talk about. I was prepared to, to actually knock the entire grade of the arc, an entire letter grade, because of event store loot. But tonight on my drive home, I was listening back to the playback, and I was listening to how many players did Tier 4 Beverly and Tier 5 Beverly, and how many players were like, well, should I do Jordy and Data, or should I do Picard and Riker? I mean, really, like, on the surface... I was like, well, crap. <laughs> a lot of people got a lot of stuff. And, and maybe you're right, Bubba. Maybe I do synchronize the event store with officers because that's always been what I drill into people's heads. Officers first. Officers first. That's the priority. Officers first. 
You know, everything else is secondary. So may, maybe I, I convinced myself or pushed myself too far because I, I did. Mathematically, the event store was short, Scopely. 50 to 100,000 more would have been acceptable. Ag- agreed. Agreed. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Fifty Between 50 and 100,000, closer to 50 is what I would have expected. 100 would have been what I wanted. And that's how I felt, Bubba. So I, I appreciate that because, like I said, I started questioning myself when I'm thinking about all these people. So you know what? Here's what I'll say. The event store, you were short. You were a little bit stingy for a six-month arc. But then, Bubba, that means I have to give them a really solid, good grade on officer sourcing because they did a very good job with that. So I don't know. Does anybody want to talk about? Well, uh, I think that we have been giving them very good marks for officer sourcing. I think that we it was good. had a problem with the rare officers being paywalled. But uh, I think that we have said, especially for the epics, that we have gotten significantly better officer sourcing in the TNG arc. And as a whole of the five months... I think that is definitely something that is a positive outcome of something that they have built on and hopefully continue to build on. Good, good. Thank you. I was, I was, it was blurring in my head, <laughs> and a lot of you guys are agreeing. Uh, Jayberg says best arc of officer sourcing that I can remember. The SMS for auctions is a great ad. Um, there you go. Okay. Uh, yeah, Gobble says the same thing. SMS that runs a line uh, runs alongside the Epic Auctions is one of the best things that they've ever done. Uh, very good. Okay. The um, SMSs were what, what allowed me to get that halfway point uh, so I could finish everything off with the event store. Jet Ski, same thing. Officer sourcing for five months has been great. Uh, Moxavian says, let's not forget Picard Week and Riker Week. Those were also gold. Uh Interesting you say that, Moxavian, because if I remember, there were a few people that were unhappy with the overall payout of those stores, but clearly it was enough to get everybody where they needed to be or you know, get a large number. Not everybody, I know, not everybody, but it was, a, it was enough to get a large number of players in a position to obtain those officers. You know, big country uh, – oh, you're, yeah, you're here, big. One of the biggest things you've always said – is that I want everyone to be able to get the officers. Um, I don't think Scopely did exactly what you said. Like, they didn't give all the officers in their month. But there's a lot of people who were able to use multiple different avenues who did end up at least getting at least some of them, if not a majority of them, within the season. Um, Your comments to officer sourcing over the last five months, and then we'll get ready to wrap up. Because that's been one of your big things. You one of your big campaigns is sourcing. You there, big? Did you fall asleep? It is. He's. It's East Coast where he is, so it's almost one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, he just, <laughs> he just bounced off the stage. Oh, he's talking. You can hear him. I didn't have him. I, didn't. I couldn't hear him either. Yeah, I didn't have him. So he's, he's having, gonna, he'll be probably left to reset. He'll be back. Won't be on the podcast. So okay, well, he, he's coming back in. Hopefully, we can get him. See. Big, big moves around a lot. Like, he's probably had – he told me, he said, listen, I'm planning dinner between 8.30 and 1 a.m. And I'm like, you mean like – That's what I eat. No, so, Matt, Mark, here's what he said. Here's what he said. He said, I'm, I'm eating between 8.30 and 1. And I said, <laughs> like, well, I mean, at what time? Like 8.30 or 9 or 10? He was like, no, I'm eating from 8.30 to 1. <laughs> 
It's I'm a like, 24 course meal. Like nonstop. I was like, wait, what? He was like, no, I'm, I am eating. Like that's so now we know, you know, we always tease big about making noise in the kitchen. It's because this dude's eating like for the entire four hours that we're on the air. Okay. Like that's what he's doing. He's eating. He's grazing. That's right. Scaly back. You're grazing big. And that's why your phone gets all messed up. That's why you, you have to I drop wait, out and come back in. Three forty from eating rabbit food. <laughs> this is why your phone gets messed up because you're moving around the kitchen so much. I mean, sir, okay, you don't have to answer, but how have you been eating since eight thirty? I've been, I mean, well, yes, I've been eating. <laughs> I just, I just, I just had a Klondike bar. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Okay. What for a Klondike bar? Oh my god! Yeah, what did you have to do for that Klondike bar? <laughs> good night. Okay, big. Uh, the question was so, the same thing, man. I still think that the officer sourcing is it's improved, but it's not to where it needs to be. Like I, I, and I know you're saying it's a good thing. These are just my opinion. Your opinion, my opinion. You say it's a good thing when you're looking and all these people are using their event store to unlock officers and you view it as a good thing. I don't. I'm like, why? Why couldn't they earn enough shards during the arc to unlock the officers and use the event store the way it's you know meant to be? Hey, get some mycelium, get some parts, get some, you know, some ship BPs, get some Devor, you know, Devor parts. You know, use it for like other things, like a true store. Yeah, but, but who's, to, who's to say who officer charge? Like that to me is an issue. See, that's why I, I fundamentally disagree with that. We've said that right, officers like said, since day agree, one, or we disagree since day one. We've always stressed that officers are one of the most valuable things you can get in an event store. So why would we all of a sudden take the stance that? that officers shouldn't be available in the event store. Like, I mean, that's kind of... No, no, no. Oh, see, you misunderstand. No, I'm not saying that they shouldn't be available. They should be. Absolutely. But what I'm saying, what my issue is, is that so many players had to use their event store loot to unlock the officers. Like, they couldn't get them unlocked during the arc. Like, they had to use event store loot to unlock the officers. I would like to see, my opinion, I would like to see to where you you get enough shards during the arc to where more people unlock it. Not everybody, but more people should be able to unlock it so that they don't have to use that event store loot to unlock an officer. Maybe they use it to tear one up. Or maybe they use it to get something else in the store instead of having to get shards all the time because it's so hard for them to unlock it during the arc. That's what I'm saying. The only, the only officer I could get during the arc was uh, Riker. Um, everything else I had to kind of wait another step in order to wait for the uh, event store to, 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 to unlock all those. Which is what it did. Isn't that just you're, extra you're step, just early access? Spend a lot of time in the game. It's not early access if you if you don't have access to it. No, no. Are you a very active player in the game? You spend a lot of hours playing the game. <laughs> I'm too active. <laughs> I, yeah, should, I should really cut and, back. 
and and like I said, you were unable to earn it, and you had to use event store loot to to go back and unlock officers. And to Absolutely. me, like like I said, it's just there's too many of those stories in the community. My opinion. Cool. <laughs> I mean, I I I, I just I just I just know. Winning like, gives like, you early access. I I, I just know that that later. Big and I Big and I do not we just do not agree on rewards. You know, like I I I agree with early access. I agree with premium rewards. I agree with um with uh, with premium unlocks, and and I agree with value being placed in an officer that either you chase or you don't. Uh, in in my opinion which is different than Biggs, and it doesn't make either one right or wrong. But in my opinion, uh, we are looking for a very entitled, uh, very handout-ish uh, method to officer sourcing. And and my opinion is if you do that, if you go down that road, then the quality of officers will turn to shit. All right? Because they're not going to release something valuable if everybody gets it for free. You know? And, and I'm not going to – I just – I'm not going to oh, agree I, with that. I think I think I think you're 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 you probably might feel the same way. Like if you look at data, right? They'd give you a hundred shards. It takes fifteen hundred to max them. If they give you a hundred shards to unlock it, Big's just saying give give the people like that participate a hundred percent in the arc. Which means which unlock. means we will never ever ever see an amazing captain's maneuver ever again. All the value of these officers will be placed in their officer ability at tier four and tier five uh, promotions, which means even still, players will never be able to get to realize the full benefit of these officers. I think it's a dangerous road, to be perfectly honest with you. Well, why would they do that? Why? I mean, I... Because, Big, it, it, I mean, if, if you give something to everybody, it's no longer a benefit. And, and once again, you're saying it doesn't have to be when – I see here people, for instance, it took me over a year to unlock Lorca, you know, or Lorca. It took me over a year to get, like, it shouldn't take me that long. And it shouldn't take players that long. Like, things shouldn't be like, oh, it's, he's a, you know, it's a special, you know, officer and people should grind it for years. It shouldn't be that way. I don't be, disagree that a year is too know, long, Big. I mean, for the love of God, we, we've talked about this a million times, okay? I agree that it's too long. A year is too long. I don't disagree with you, all right? But but six months or, or four months or 90 days, I mean, w- listen, what's the point in having an auction, for an officer, if everybody's going to get it anyway, I mean, think about this from a business perspective. You're a businessman. You run yeah, an entire. That, you I run. Hang on, let me finish. You run an entire region worth of stores. Now, if you went to your salespeople and said, "Listen, at the end of this quarter, I don't care if you've sold a dollar or a hundred thousand dollars worth of product. Everybody is going to get this bonus at the end of this quarter. What kind of performance are you going to have out of your staff?" And that's not what I'm saying. That, You're putting that, in my mouth. No, that's not, what I'm not at all. You're suggesting that everybody get paid regardless no, of I'm effort. I'm suggesting that they need to turn it up, that there should be more people, there should be more officer payouts and more or more shards given out. There shouldn't be, you know, we're only, 
you know, so, 15 or 20 or 30 so, percent. It, should be, it let, should be a lot more than that. Then tell me where I'm putting words into your mouth. That ain't, because you're you're making it seem like I, everybody should have it after the first start. That's, that's not that's what literally what you like. said. You said you everybody that. should unlock the officer in their arc. Is that not what you said? I'm saying that there should be there should be more payouts. There should be more sourcing so that more people can unlock the arcs. Big. I understand that. Big. Everybody is going to be able to do it, but it should be a lot higher percent than what it is now. And 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 I, I agree. Let me let me put it this way. I agree that it should never take a year to unlock an officer. I think Lorca is extremely undersourced. I think TOS Kirk, the entire TOS crew, is extremely undersourced. I agree with that. But just like just like on the bracketing thing, I, I feel like like there's an extreme, like that we go too far in what we ask or what we demand. And and what I'm responding to, Big, was what you said, which was that everybody should have it after their arc, and I disagree with that. If if everybody has it at the end of the arc, then there's absolutely zero motivation for spend, which from a business perspective is suicide. Can't do it, okay? I mean, literally impossible. And, and if you and if you expect that community, sorry, you're out of your mind. If you I, expect 100% of officers to be free after 30 days, you are out of your mind. This is where you know, I think the mix-up was. And now, I think when we were talking about the we – you were talking about the people who unlocked their officers, like how many folks like unlocked their officers with their loot payout. And what I was saying, wouldn't it have been nice had those players, like, earned it during the arc? Like, you know, those extra, you know, 10 or 15% that got it unlocked with their event store loot, if they would have got it during the arc as opposed to having to spend their event store. Like, I was referring to, like, those players. Well, I, I was going to say, like, you remember when the Meridian came out, uh, DJ? And, like, we all, got, we all got it for free at the end of the free battle pass. But literally hundreds of uh, I mean hundreds, I don't know the number lots of people probably Bubba myself many many others got it at the beginning even though we knew we were getting it free at the end like one free at the end do you know what I'm saying like so when you said like people won't do that if they're going to get it free no they absolutely will because they want to get tier 2 and tier 3 and tier 4 and tier 5 so they'll still do all the auctions and all that stuff well maybe Maybe the difference and between that's what that DJ is means is then they'll start sourcing the good officer abilities up at the tier four and tier five. That, that's exactly what I mean. That's exactly they do that what I mean. A lot. Well, but they well, don't. But they don't always get those look, look at, like the captain abilities, the yeah. instant ones, the, the I mean, ones you can utilize at tier one. Yeah, Beverly, look, look at Picard. Look at, yeah, Picard, Beverly, even Jordy. All three are examples of captain's abilities that are useful at unlock. You'll, Troy. you'll never see that again. Troy's another. You'll never see that again. TOS Kirk. All right. You'll They'll never make you see spend that again. To get to four before it's useful. Yeah. Jayla, you'll never see that again. I mean, if you literally make it so that everybody has it, I stand by my statement. What is a benefit now when it goes to everybody is no longer a benefit. It's a standard. Okay. So you'll never get something quality like that when, when it goes to everybody. Keep getting so, officer abilities or captain's abilities like wharf. Then that's right. You, you get a bunch more wharfs. 
So DJ, I no, yeah. Let, let me ask you a question, okay? What makes this game Star Trek as opposed to Farmville? What makes this game Star Trek? Literally a freaking skin. A skin and characters. That's it. Yep, characters and ships, right? So how does how are players supposed to feel if they can never get or have to invest a year of play to get the characters that they identify with. Does anybody have any record of me saying, I think it should take a year to get a freaking officer? Because please, everybody keeps saying that to me. Somebody tell me where I've said that. I literally have just said 15 times in a row. I do not think it should take a year to get an officer. But I do believe that there is a premium access period. So let me, instead of being i don't want to accuse you of this i want to i want to speak this and i want to say it to to scopely and i and i want to make sure this is heard i understand that officers have a value for gameplay because they introduce captain's abilities and officers abilities they make your ships better and they have a gameplay value but i think scopely has completely missed the idea that we as players who are fans of star trek identify with the ships and officers and they need to take that into consideration. And even if all you get is a cadet version and a veteran version, there needs to be something that continues to tie this in to the players being able to identify with the characters that they started playing the game for. And, and, and it's characters, and it's ships, and it's not research, and it's not the generic station that we're building. These are the core elements of the game that need to be sourced easier. I do want my D. I'll agree with that. Where's my freaking D? I'll tell you where the Enterprise D is. Look at it this way. So they haven't released it. So I think that tells us something. That G5 is not out yet. So in my opinion, that tells us that the D is going to be G5. And that's why we haven't seen it during this arc. That's probably a safe assumption at this point, but that breaks my heart. I, I think that breaks every player's heart. That's not gonna be. It's not at fifty right now. <clears throat> breaks my heart. Oh. Breaks my damn heart. All right. Does anybody else on the panel have anything before we take our final break? We come back. DJ, debate is over I, and conversation. I'd like, I'd like. Yeah, go ahead. I'd like to take just a minute, maybe two. Um, so. We've talked about all the things that we didn't like, right? And they are big things and they're important things. Okay, I want to talk about some little things for a second. This arc, for the first time in a very long time, there were easily spottable, simple things that should have been caught in a brief QA of the arc. Things like when they first launched the first officer auction, it had 100 shards instead of 115. Did they fix it? Yes, but how did it even get to that point in the first place? Who is checking this stuff? They had the hostile event that started off with points for a mining event, so it was going to be impossible to complete. Where is the quality control this arc that has completely dissolved with this arc as opposed to others? That frustrates me even more than not having the D, even more than the bracketing, even more than all the other things we didn't like about this arc. These are simple changes that a proofreader could have caught, and it's very frustrating to me to, uh, to see Scopely take this far of a step back in this arc on things that are easy to catch and get right the first time. And that's the part that 
I mean, there are lots of things to dislike about the arc. You already know what my grade is going to be. That really bothers me. No, I'm good. I'm good with detail. I've said that before. Attention to details is a big thing for me. Uh, and when things don't deploy properly, uh, that's a big thing for me. I, I don't disagree with, with that. I, I think that there have been a lot of little mistakes. I do give credit uh, to the ops guys who fix it and fix it quickly. All right. But I think we are all very familiar. And, and I do, by the way, completely understand that, that your guys' perspective is scopely as a company. And I've said this a million times before. My perspective is different because I work with these people. I know their names. I know their kids. I know their spouses. Uh, I know what they like to eat for lunch. So, like, for me, it's a little bit different because I know, for example, the writer of this arc, I know what he was responsible for and what he was not responsible for. You know what I'm saying? And so when something comes out that is not on him it's hard for me to it's hard for me to blame him for that now i know you guys you look at scopely the company and rightfully so you should not do anything other than that all right it big has actually observed this in my in my alliance chat before it's more difficult for me because i have a personal relationship with these folks so it's more difficult for me to look at arc runner a and say bad boy when i know it wasn't arc runner a it was QA, you know, number two. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, it's not, so, it's not that Arc Runner A has to be blamed for that. He's not the one. It, it, you know, there, but, but there is somebody there that is uh, responsible you're, for it. You're right. And, and that's what, you're exactly right, Mark. And that's why I say you guys look at Scopely, the company, as you should. <laughs> the, the thing that makes me feel rough about it is that Arc Runner A, you know, the, the Arc Runner, is the one who gets judged on the surveys. He is the one who listens to this show. He is the one who is directly responsible for the success or failure. He's the one responsible for, you know, listen, accounting may set the money goals, accounting may design the packs, but guess what? He's ultimately graded on that as well. You know what I'm saying? So, so you guys are completely justified in it. It's tough for me, Bubba, to to look at a QA thing and be like shame on you arc runner cuz I know it's not the arc runner instead it's you know Billy's third cousin's dog walker's babysitter sitting in the basement with the 3 weeks he hasn't shaved and mustard stains on his tank top like you know it's that's a little tougher for me I agree attention to detail is no a big thing and there's there's no guarantee that it was the arc runner's fault. The You're arc right. runner may have put in the correct number of shards, and the person programming it put in the wrong number of yeah. shards. Jetski, things You're like right. that. Yeah, Jetski. Oh, sorry, Jetski's right. Uh, being in customer service, things are bad. You're customer facing. You you take the heat, and that's what happens with the arc runner. He takes the heat, even though it may not have anything to do with him. And and but that is where it it does become difficult for me because I like to assign personal responsibility i've said it before i'm a big fan of personal responsibility even for players personal responsibility read the events you know make the right decisions i'm a big fan of personal responsibility so i have a real hard time blaming somebody uh for something that's not on them but but i totally understand your perspective bubba and you're a thousand percent right qa has long been a problem in this game things get wesley crusher wesley crusher an officer who was released into this game 
not functioning. And and right. they never even knew it. Ripper found it. Well, technically, Bubba found it. Technically. Bubba, Bubba created the hypothesis, and then we mathematically tested it. Bubba, you were right. Scopely would not have known if it wasn't for you. So I agree. Sting, things like that do annoy me. Things like that bother me. Uh, I just wish that I could call out the person who's responsible for said things. You know, because when we're grading the arc, when we're grading the arc, the arc, for my intent, is, as actually Big puts in the chat, it's a gift. It's a gift of feedback for future iterations. And, and sometimes, to me, technical failures are not something that the ops team has control over. I'm wanting to feedback on stuff that we like and didn't like so we can see it in the future or correct it in the future. But technical problems don't fall into that category because obviously they don't intend on making technical problems. They just need to clean up their act, you know? But for me, grading of the arcs has always been, hey, I liked Rescue the Crew. Bracketing was bad, but this was good or whatever. Officer sourcing was good or this was bad. Like you guys said, the SMS alongside the auctions was good. We want to keep that. That's what I like to go for because I want the ops team to hear what we liked and didn't like about how they built the month. Uh, and so, Bubba, while I agree with you a thousand percent on technical, um, it's it, it's a little tougher for me because, and it should be. It you know, Big has even asked before: Can I include game experience? Can I include my my game experience and my and my technical problems into the arc? You should. It's part of the player experience. You absolutely should. It's just a little tougher for me. That's all. Um, Understood. <clears throat> anything else? Oh, anything. Uh, too many things that Scopely doesn't know. Do they test their stuff first, says Eddie. <laughs> y- yes, I, I, I would think so, but I mean... They didn't even know that it, what Arturian how, Cruiser isn't in... How did, how, did, how did Wesley come out and it not work? You know what I'm saying? Like, How did Wesley come they out? Have, and, they, they still have ships that are misnamed from day one. I mean, that's true. You know. That's true. You know, I just, I just don't understand that. So, Eddie, I don't know. <laughs> you know, like you say, don't they test their stuff? Yeah, I, I think they do. They, they say they do, or at least the department responsible for it says they do. But maybe working in, you know, maybe working in quality controls like being a weatherman. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't, I don't know because there are, there's too many things. I agree with Bubba. There's too many things that feel like it slips through the cracks that, that should be obvious things to test. Like, how, how the hell is Wesley Crusher not working? It's a pretty simple thing. Works 60% of the time, all the time. <laughs> I, mean, I, don't, I don't understand how that officer comes out and it doesn't work. You know? So, to me, that's, that's a fail. All right. Uh, Got to take our last break because uh, we are precisely at 3 hours and 1 o'clock in the morning Eastern time. Dang. <laughs> we are coming back with an extremely quick wrap-up, final grades from our panelists, and one hint to the upcoming arc, and we are getting the heck on out of here at 1 o'clock in the morning. You guys are champions. How are, how are you all still awake? The East Coast, big. Are you done eating yet? Big might be grumpy at me. <sighs> One more Klarn Dykbar. One, one more. Big might be <laughs> grumpy. He might be grumpy at me. 
Uh, it's 1 o'clock in the morning. 10 o'clock on the West Coast and 7 a.m. in Europe. Ripper might actually be joining us live for his grade. That's what we're doing. We're going to delay long enough to get Ripper on the air to give his final grade. 6 o'clock in the morning for Captain Caboose and 10 o'clock in the evening uh, over in the, uh, the West Coast. 7 o'clock in Hawaii. Beers in hand. You're listening to Talking Trek. Thank you guys so much for being here. My name is Ultimate DJs. We are Star Trek uh, Fleet Commands. (laughs) Official podcast. We'll be back in a sec. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Extremely Well-Hidden Valley Ranch. Just try finding our salad dressings in the supermarket. Tonight on America's Got Mask Fights, our judges score a heated brawl on a discount airline. That was absolutely dreadful. Plus, a mom teaches everyone a lesson at a school board meeting. If you make my kid wear a mask one more time, I'll punch you with a spleen! And a waitress decides to throw in the towel. And the Merlot. Ah! America's Got Mask Fights. The reality show that's beating the competition. One o'clock in the morning. 
Uh, welcome back in, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live. Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Uh, yeah, Captain Mark. Now, where is everybody assuming that this uh, is going to point us to the Discovery arc, right? A, a disco arc is coming, Captain Mark. Disco arc, because we played Motley Crue. <laughs> I swear I'm going to lose it. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, ah, oh, that's a disco arc. It's confirmed now. It's disco. That's uh, <laughs> so <sighs> funny. Oh, good. All right. Uh, disco Stew says he's disco. I know. Uh, <laughs> so, anywho, all right. Uh, we've had a roller coaster of a show. We've had ups and downs. We've had opinions of very. We've had uh, some praise. We've had some criticism. And it is time. All right. It is time. It is time for Ultimate DJs to sit back and shut up. It's time for his panelists to give their unfiltered opinions. And, uh, and I, of course, uh, expect what is getting ready to happen. I know what you guys are going to say. You guys know what I'm going to say. It's probably not going to be any secret how this is going to turn out. All, all I would encourage people to, to remember is while we want to absolutely be able to feedback we want to be able to improve things we want to be able to to make things better and to do that we have to point out failures we have to point out shortcomings in order to move forward in a positive way in doing so though and and i think this is where people misinterpret my argumentative nature because i've gotten pms and I've gotten messages that I seem bothered by, by the opinions that are critical of this arc. It's not that. I promise it's not that. It is that, that I believe that we should be objective. We should be objective and we should be realistic about what it is that we actually expect to happen. Also... And I mean this for everybody, audience and panelists alike. I think it's extremely important for us to focus on both sides of the aisle. We can absolutely say what needs to be worked on. But we're not here to just stomp a hole in somebody's butt. Alright? We are here to also feedback on the things that were good. And the things that need to continue to be this way so that they can remain good. I mean, how would, you, how would you do your job? How would you feel at the end of the day if no one ever told you about any of the good that you do and only told you about the bad that you do? Guys, there are human beings involved here, and I've always said this. I just got done talking about how sometimes it's even difficult for me to say things that need to be said because I know the humans that are listening on the other side. You guys got to to be human about this. Everybody. All right, there is good where there is bad. It is never one or the other. So before we issue our final grades, panelists, I encourage you to keep that simple fact in mind. And that is the only reason that I may seem like I'm, I'm argumentative about it. Because I feel like we are, we are swimming in the bad. Because nobody brought up a topic tonight 
that they wanted to praise about this arc. Nobody, except for Bubba. Bubba brought up one, and I did. Nobody else had anything good to say. I was happy with 3 of 10, but we didn't branch out on that. <laughs> there was kind a, of just obvious. Was, 3 of 10 is awesome. What else can we say? No, thank you. There was good here. But I, I feel like we didn't we didn't give it its fair shake. That said, it's time for a final grades. Captain Mark, you've got the floor first. 30 seconds. Reasons, discussion, and your final grade, and no rebuttal from me. I ain't going to say nothing. You guys can give it a failing grade if you want. I won't argue. I won't say a word. Y'all give it whatever you want. Captain Mark, you are up first. Final grade for TNG oh. Arc 5. Uh, I'm going to go with a B plus. Okay. Um, I I was happy to finally unlock the rest of the uh, officers that I did. Uh, it was so a little slower than I like, but not uh, it wasn't impossible to get them. And I think it's going to be a it's only going to improve the game going on. I, I I just hope that there's room for uh, to level those up eventually. But right now. I'm happy to have them unlocked so I can at least use them. Okay. <clears throat> All right, Gregor, you're next. Final grade, TNG, the fifth and final next generation arc. What do you got, buddy? Yeah. For me, it was a C. It, was, it didn't blow my mind. It wasn't bad, bad. Uh, ATA traits was okay. Uh, could have been a lot better. Could have given more trade XP. Event store was okay. Uh, just an average arc for me. Okay, very good. Bubba Joe. So uh, I have I have kind of voiced my opinion on this arc all along, mm -hmm. and nothing that has happened during the arc has changed my opinion. Um, there are two bright spots in the arc in traits and that improving away team's assignments, and three of ten is a very fine officer. But there are at least uh, a dozen things that were just utter and abject failures in my mind and for that reason the the art gets an f failing grade from bubba joe big country um can you hear me yep we got you Bal. so um i thought that i thought you know normally when i do speak like i i do always mention the good i thought we had talked about the away team traits just like a lot of the other stuff that's come out lately, I said, you know, I like the concept. Gregerson likes the concept. I think it's, I think that is good. Um, the, I think what's unfortunate is that we keep saying the same thing over and over again, that, you know, the concepts are good, but the, impl the implementation uh, needs to be worked on, you know, and that's unfortunate because just like in my job, you know, if I keep doing the same thing over and over and over again, like there would be bad consequences for me and my team. And when I see the same people doing the same thing over and over again, I have to coach that behavior, you know, and I would like to see Scopely as a business, you know, to, to do that. Um, but I do think, you know, the away teams, the concept is great, but and even I like what I like also about this arc that I don't think we talked about is there were a lot of different events this time. So they did some different events, and I think that that's cool, and I like when they try new things. But once again, the problem with them is when things are four days and the, and the max payout is like one person gets five shards, 
uh, you know, the payout is just not necessarily worth the effort. And that keeps seeing the same thing over and over again. So there were a lot of good. There was like a lot of bad. So to me, it's kind of in the middle. Like, oh my God, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a C, but I give it a C minus because the gameplay glitches that I'm still experiencing. Okay, fair enough. Uh, C minus for Big Country. Captain Mark, are you keeping track of the card? Yet the card, we're going to turn it in. Stevens Aaron in New Zealand. It's beer 30 over there. Give us your final grade on TNGR5. Uh, I'm not great with doing these things. I'm more an interjector. But um, <laughs> uh, I would, I guess a lot, a lot, a lot of the lines, as I said, um, and especially with Big Country, there was a lot of good. There was, there was all a mix of mix of bits. And I do agree with those four-day events where they were just so long with not a heck of a lot that comes out of it. Um, Keep the yeah, amount of rewards I, I, like them. Three two-day events, so it's still six days yeah. of events. Yeah. Mm. Um, I, I was, I was, I, I would still give it a B. All right. Maybe like a B minus. <clears throat> a B from Stevens Aaron. Uh, Karkin, you've got the next word. Your final grade on TNG Arc Five. I'm gonna make you guys do the Canadian type of report card. Break it down into excellent, satisfactory, or needs improvement. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You know what? Thank you for that. Absolutely. <laughs> Give us your grading scale. <laughs> well, actually, that's, uh, I'll say satisfactory, but that's, I'd say a bit equivalent to a B minus or a C plus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. Uh, let me read through a couple of these chats. You know what, Arrow and Handy, I'll come to you guys too. Let me read through a couple of these. Captain Caboose giving it a B minus. Kirko a B. Scaly back, solid B. Knights, uh, B12, uh, B, B12, B plus, Knights 12 is his name, B plus. Uh, Sanzo says, oh, you're making fun of me. Okay. Um, Joker says a bad story spoils the rest without the story. It's not Star Trek. I'm giving it a D. Sitting Bull says I'm giving it an F. I'm with you, Bubba Joe. Away Teams 2.0 traits designed good, but XP sourcing failed hard. For that, it's a fail. Um, Magic Monkey is giving it a B minus. Uh, let's see. Let me find some more here. Uh, Sith is giving it a C. Iron Chef giving it an A minus, mainly for the officers and their potential. The minus is for no Enterprise D, or maybe that's more of a of an incomplete. Uh, so if the D is the only reason he got a minus, he's given the arc an A. Uh, on all its other merits, so liking it there, it seems. An A minus for Iron Chef. My uh, Monkey giving it a solid B. Louis says a little bit too much mining. <laughs> a little bit too much mining here, but all right. Gobbles giving it a B minus. Um, we did get a good officer, he says. Uh, Flux says I'm going with a D because although the event store and traits are good, the story was garbage. The officers were swinging a miss. And Parisi Squares was not in any way a fun event. Grinding Doomsday Worms had nothing to do with the story and made zero sense in the grand scheme of the event. I did not feel engaged with this arc. It was hard to care overall. Uh, thank you for your comments. It's actually a, a wonderful synopsis there. Morrow giving it a B minus. Tabby Moses says, don't ever make me mine for four days ever again. LA Ravager giving Arc 5 an F. 
Ronnie the Tribble giving it a D plus due to no Enterprise D. Commander Taylor, solid D, bad story. Why finish the arc with Tasha Yar? Well, actually, that was kind of explained, eh? Because then it's the one that you don't get to buy in the event store. Yeah, so at least thank you, you. yeah that's right. You, you didn't have to waste loot on her. Uh, Cruz giving it a B plus. Snipes a C minus. Gorn a B plus. Um, I Beglin uh, writes that uh, we had the longest arc ever. We had an epic officer that had the most shards to acquire ever. We had the most epic officers in any arc ever. We got enough epic loot on average to acquire roughly one-third of the shards needed to get the epic officer everybody wants. Not exactly sure on an overall grade, but that alone would make me drop my grade to a C at best. Thank you, I Begla. Um, let's see, what else we have? Uh, Garrick giving it a B. Eddie giving it a B minus. Beat for the gods. I'm setting on a C minus. Kel at C plus. And uh, the list goes on. IJ giving it a C minus. See, we have any other good comments, good stories here? But a lot of you guys, lots of C's, lots of B's, lots of D's, and a few F's in there. Uh, Arrow, you and Handy get the final word uh, with your grades. I'll issue my grade, and we'll call it a night. Arrow from Server 42, final grades on TNG Arc 5. Does that uh, stand for fantastic in Canadian? <laughs> fantastic. Um, I I think it was very average. I, I The officer was good, but not TNG related, so average overall. Um, so I'm going to give it a I, – I really want to give it a C – but like some of the other people said, I think I have to give it a D, so there's at least one D this arc. <laughs> Since they didn't give us the D. <laughs> See, Scopely, you you didn't give us any D. Now we've got to give you the D. Sounds exactly sounds terrible. I don't think that that's a good thing, anyway, shape or form. Handy, server thirty-four. You're our final panelist tonight. Please give your your uh, grade on TNG Arc Five. I'm going to give it a D plus. I liked the epic officer sourcing. However, there was so much in this arc that was missing, like an incredible amount of content and potential that was completely missed and ignored. So for that, I'm giving it a D plus. There you go. There are your grades from your panelists. <laughs> All right. Um, well, listen, none of the panelists are, are going to be surprised by this. I, I am not failing it. I'm not giving it a D. I'm not even giving it a C. I am giving it a B plus. And here's why it doesn't get an A. All right. You know, I think I grade things a little differently than you, Bubba. I, um, I think I've told you guys this story before. Like, when I go out to eat, okay, I don't... Uh, like, for example, I don't wait till the end of the meal and then determine that, like, the server gets 18 You judge the waiters throughout the whole thing like I do? I do. I count them down, everything they do. I like, they start do, in the basement and then they lose something. They gain. They, it's, like, up and down. Like, you, they're earning their whole time. Like, water you is know what? refilled at a certain point and you <laughs> lose a percentage. I am the, you're quick. You're, oh, I am yeah, the same I'm way. Like it, here's, here's how I do it. I actually start, and I'm, my wife says that it's too much. I started 50% in my head. Oh, well, that's no, I started at base 15. I start at 50% in my head. That is for perfect 
Per no, that's for perfect five-star service. Because I've been a server. I will gladly pay 50% to make my night So you only count negatives? I only count negatives. You just expect negatives. the highest and then only count negatives. So okay. I think that, that my version of grading, Bubba Joe, I think, you know, maybe that's just how I do it. I start at an A+, and I work my way down. I, I think maybe that's why I look at it differently than you guys. Because I do the same thing when I go to dinner. Okay? I start at 50% tip in my head. I do. And I count negative points. I start at 100% with Scopely, and I count negative points. All right? So I am giving them a B plus. It's not an A for a few major reasons. Okay? No, it's not an A. Gobbles. How did DJs not get an A? Tribble says, hey, easy A. <laughs> DJs <laughs> is a softy. Shintari says, wow, a B plus is like a real F. No. And yes, Bubba, I was considering an A. But I'll tell you why they can't have an A. They can't have an A for three reasons. One, event store loot was mathematically too short. That is probably the biggest one for me. No, it's the second biggest one. The first biggest reason you can't have an A, Scopely, is because you did not release an Enterprise D during the five months of the next generation arcs. I don't care if it's a G5 ship. I don't care if it's a G3 ship. I don't care if it's a G2 ship. This was the next generation. It was its time to shine. You had five months to make it work. And you did not deliver the Enterprise 1701 D. All right, that is my number one greed. Event store loot is number two. Trait XP sourcing is number three. And bracketing is number four. Those are my four chief complaints. Other than that, I very much enjoyed this arc. I am like big. I very much enjoyed the events. I see your brilliantly designed puzzle of trade XP. I believe Away Teams 2.0 is probably the most brilliant addition to the game since Territory Capture and maybe even more than Territory Capture. What I think I like about Away Teams 2.0 more than Territory Capture was that it is passive and does not require my time or grind. It is a permanent feature that once I invest in, it lasts me forever. It's just like an expansion of Officers, which I also believe is a forever thing. So I love the design of Away Teams 2.0. I love the design of, of Trade XP, and I love the sourcing that exists with it here, and I can only see it getting better. Um, I did not really knock major points for the story, but that was also really bad. That was super bad. I believe that officer sourcing was fantastic. Not perfect, but certainly better than ever before. And I would like for you to continue down that path. Please don't revert. Don't take a step back. Big Country is right um, about a lot of things, but one thing that he said very loudly tonight and scopely you got to hear it 
is that the community is so tired of repeating themselves over basic, basic implementation. When something gets fixed, don't unfix it. When you make an improvement, don't nerf it. This month, bracketing has been improved. Uh, this season, bracketing has been great. And in this arc, the finale arc, the one that is supposed to be as amazing as anything, the grand finale, you made it worse. So for that, Scopely, you get my final grade. It is a B plus. You know what's interesting is I think this might be the most uh, and, the and arc that has the most amount of like contention around the. I, I will. The yeah, because I I also want to point this out while you guys are over here like thoroughly bashing me in chat, which is fine. I whatever. Uh, scroll up a couple of pages and look at how many other people are giving it B minus, B plus, B B minus, A minus. All right, C plus, B minus. I mean, I'm not alone, all right? So your experience is your own. And you guys said that at the beginning, Bubba. Your experience is yours. Gregor's experience is his. And Big's experience is his. Um, Carson. I guess the average is Car higher than we thought it was initially. I would have put it at a low C, like a C minus, but it looks like it's closer to a B, B plus by yeah. what everyone's feeling. Yeah. People have very distinct feelings about this arc. There are a lot of passionate opinions. Heart. There, there are a lot of passionate opinions, and, I, and I'm going to go back because I, I can see a little bit of a pattern here. Uh, and, and we do have to wrap up because, I mean, we should have wrapped up 30 minutes ago. The pattern that I'm seeing here actually goes back to a question I asked at the very beginning of the show is the players who expected strong thematic ties are the ones who are generally more dissatisfied with this arc. I care about function. I care about... Uh, what I'm getting. I care about how it works. Uh, and I don't care about what it's called. I don't care about the name of an officer and I don't care, um, with the exception of not getting the enterprise D I, I don't care that, that this arc was loosely thematically tied. There was a story. We got exocomps. We got away teams, which everyone always argued was very much like TNG, although it's not, you know, written around, TNG lore. Um, that said, the people who who have a passion for uh, story and thematic ties and and you know needing correlation between the content and and the story, I I think I'm seeing that there that there is a stronger dissatisfaction there. Me, I care about functionality, so I am more satisfied, I think, because I'm well, getting I'm sure. getting I'm getting the function. I so That's... hope boy is better. Uh, oh my god, you didn't. You didn't. He did. <laughs> he, oh. he did. Uh, All right, ladies and gentlemen. Whoops. <laughs> wrong button yeah. Yeah, that there's that's because <laughs> that I was kind of good. That my like grade is a my grade is a B plus. <laughs> Oh God! Uh, yeah, Maztec, you're you're right. Maztec, you're right. He says, DJ, you would have been just as happy playing the exact same game with a random skin. To oh no, 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 no! I like Star Trek. I do. I like Star Trek, like the game. But like, I am not. I am not uh, mad. That's that the ability is attached to Riker or O'Brien. You don't care as long as the ability is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I um, yeah. 
I think the fact that three of ten is a Borg, you know, and I mean, I don't care that it's Borg to praying. It's a Borg. And the function is what I'm after. But no, I will say, I, obviously, I am very attached to the property because I've tried to play other sci-fi games and I've gotten out of it. On the other hand, there's a Marvel game out right now that I'm very much enjoying because it's Marvel. Even though it's, you know, got a lot of similarities to other games that I've played and quit. I'm actually liking this one because it's Marvel. I identify with Marvel, so. All right. Uh, what time are we go on the air? Oh, my God, 10 o'clock? Shiza. <laughs> All right. You guys want a hint? I've got a hint. That's why 207 people are still listening at 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh, my God. Is it that many? <laughs> 207 people still here because they want to hear this arc. I'm sure it's not because they give a rat's butt about what my grade was. <clears throat> <laughs> All right. All right. Dun, dun, dun. Um, I do have a hint. And uh, let's see. Let me read through this one. Because I got three of them, but I'm only giving you one tonight. Let's see. <laughs> Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Well, yeah, no, I got I got this wow. one specifically for tonight because I had to write them all. I had to write them all for, for this entire week. All right. Uh, here you go, ladies and gentlemen. Here is your hint. Uh, Shinjo says, as late as it is, it better be the best hint ever. I, I'll tell you right now, this hint does not give anything away, but it does it does provide a clue, but it's not... It's going to be a lead-in hint it's for a, his other it's two a, hints. Yeah, it's a DJ hint, okay? <laughs> it's meant to stimulate conversation, but doesn't give you a direct, a direct answer. Here you go, ladies and gentlemen. Here is your hint for today. In all of Star Trek lore, this theme holds true. A new mechanic for us will come out of the blue. For what you see on the map today may not be true come arc launch day. In all of Star Trek lore, this theme holds true. A new mechanic for us will come out of the blue. For what you see on the map today may not be true come arc launch day. We're getting photon targets. All right. Uh, you know what? Let's go around the panel very quickly and see if you guys have initial guesses. Uh, Bubba, let's start with you. I think we're not getting the D. <laughs> I don't know. Mm, Shintari says, crap. Like, DJ, is that a good hint? Is a good hint or a bad hint? What? What, big? What was the first sentence again? <clears throat> In all of Star Trek lore, this theme holds true. So I think that means to boldly go where no man has gone before. To boldly go where no man has gone before. What I think that? that's what you, when you say that, that's what you're implying. Okay. So we're going somewhere where we haven't gone before. Wasn't Laura a character in TNG? So doesn't that mean TNG arc six? Be. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting lore. <laughs> I, you listen, I can just sit back and laugh. I can chuckle. I can't. I can't contribute now because I already know. Uh, so let's see. Let's see how you guys are responding to the hint here. Let's see. Um, All right, we analyzed the first part. Move to the next part. Yeah, come on. Listen, I'm only giving you a couple minutes. We've been on the air three hours and forty minutes. Snake Eyes isn't going to let me 
launch all this. Uh, let's see. SFBD says Delta Quadrant. Swagger says no more dark space. Constrictor says territory capture is getting changed. Um, Cal says wormholes. Shinjo says I'm focused on out of the blue. So something related to Federation and Dorian's or George and Gracie. Okay, I like that. Big Bad Ed says bold new areas of play. Ravager calling for DS9 and a wormhole. Uh, Dark Menace calling for time travel. Um, Haddock also saying wormholes. Leon changing territory caption. Beat for the Gods with a unique answer says, how about a new faction? Um... There you go. Territory capture gets wiped clear, and it becomes a cooperative effort, like Federate, you know, like Star Trek lore, that everyone has to retake the areas that have all been lost to them. Oh. Federation right. space is going to change. The first part of this game was based on movies, not series. So, out of the blue, could literally be like the Voyage Home. Right? Like, the whole arc could be based on the movie The Voyage Home. Whales. Right? I mean, why not? Like, it's in Bubba, it's a whale arc. Dude, it's <laughs> a whale arc. It's our, it's, it's our time, buddy. It's here. There you go. Admiral, there be whales here. It's our time. It's time we're, for the we're getting, whales. We're getting the research tree that goes from 50 to 60, and but they're not increasing the ops. Dude, I don't care. Let's, come on. We'll, we'll both buy packs together. We'll have a pack yes. buying party. Yes. Uh, do it on the Exola store, okay, and get you 10%. All right, folks. Uh, that's it. That's all I got. Ladies and gentlemen, there you go. The grading of the arcs is complete. TNG Arc 5 has come to a close. And while DJ is being lambasted for his overly generous grade, uh, he points out that dozens of other players in the chat agree with him. So neener, neener, neener. Uh, <laughs> on the other hand, on the other hand, on the other hand, Big Country is right and Gregor is right. This arc seems to have been very polarizing and some players are experiencing real benefit while others are feeling short. Scopely, again, all in all, you have missed getting to the entire community. And that is where you need to put a little bit of focus. You got to find a way to make the 50s and the 15s feel the same way. And it is possible. I know it may be a challenge, but it is possible. So, yes, indeed, Divine, I would imagine I'm going to log into the game and be tagless. As Big Country told me that if I gave the grade, an R, uh, if I gave the arc a grade of a C or better, I was going to be booted from my alliance. Big Country, have you booted me yet, or, or am I going to be allowed to stay? I have defied a direct order from my admiral. <laughs> oh, he says. Well. He'll decide in the morning. Yeah, I guess. ASO, call me, buddy. Okay? I hear BSO is recruiting. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. Appreciate you guys all being here. Thank you for tuning in to this, the final TNG Arc 5 episode. As wild as it was, as controversial and as heated and emotional and passionate that it became, I thank all their panelists and all of the community for your opinions. I was told this past week 
Uh, and Bubba, you know, I'm going to tell this story real quick. Instead of reading gold patron names, let me tell you this story. I told you that I wrote an extremely passionate letter to Ops this past week. Do you remember me saying that to you? Uh, inside that letter, I was extremely strong-worded. Because, listen, I as chilly as you guys say I am, there are absolutely things that I fight for, lose, and fight harder for on a daily basis. And I was told by more than one person after I had to apologize for my words the next day that they appreciated my passion <laughs> and that it's understandable that sometimes we let our emotion run away with us. All right? I appreciate all your passion because the reason we care, the reason that we get frustrated is because we want it to be better, and I thank you for that. Your opinions are always welcome here, and I love each and every one of you, even if I don't agree with your, your idea. I still love you, and I welcome your ideas because that is what has made this community great and why this community is able to impact such change within Scopely HQ, and I thank you guys for that. So big... I love you, boo, and uh, and same for Bubba and G and Karkin and Handy and anybody else. Uh, I uh, I appreciate you guys, guys. Uh, that's it. We we've gone four hours, and Snake Eyes will never let me upload it. Also, have fun with it here live. Thank you for tuning in for the longest episode we've ever published. This has been a grading of the arcs episode from Talking Trek, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. My name is Ultimate DJs with no sign off music because I've already let it play, and we are out of time. Friendly neighborhood cat person here saying meow for now. Have a great day. We'll catch you on the next one. Love you, mean it. Bye-bye.